And welcome back to another episode, another week of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, Sarge? I'll tell you what's going on. All of a sudden, I'm not logged into Mixer anymore from my computer. Now I have to, I have to prove, I have to prove I'm not a robot by clicking on pictures that have cars in them. What the fuck are we doing here? What the fuck is wrong with this shit, dude? Why is it reset like that? What's I, the reset about? I don't know. Maybe they got hacked. Maybe they did something on their back end. I don't know. I've been having a lot of issues with Mixer. So it is what it is. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. And we rant along the way. On today's episode, if you guys want to follow along, not in any particular order, but if you go to the Discord and you go to submit news stories for Generation X Gaming, uh, they're all there what we're going to be doing. Uh, this is what we're going to be doing every week now. So when you guys submit your stories, I'm going to delete these, and then it'll be it'll say, submit stories for Generation X Gaming episode you know, 145 next week, or whatever it is, and then we'll go through all the news stories, and we'll, we'll read through the ones we want and not, and uh, that's it. So on today's show, we're going to talk about Red Dead. We're going to talk about Red Dead's online. Uh, they're going to be doing a beta. Okay, we're going to be talking about Bethesda. How long do you think... Fallout 76 is going to last, Sarge. We're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about a, a game studio. Uh, Capcom got rid of, closed down one of their studios. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Captain Marvel and uh, your feelings on the trailer. We're going to watch the trailer here uh, on, on stream. Uh, we're also going to... PlayStation is coming out with a mini PlayStation, like the original PlayStation. Um, we'll, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about streamers in debt, but not the way you think we're going to be talking about streamers that are owed money and a debt collector collecting for them. Um, and then we're going to be talking about halo infinity. Um, and we're gonna talk a little bit about destiny real fast. Um, I don't think about destiny's real fast. Well, really, I'm just going to touch on a couple things. So if you guys don't know what generation X gaming is, we're here every week, Thursday, 8 PM Eastern. If you miss any of this, you can watch the past broadcast here on mixer. You can watch the past broadcast on YouTube. Whenever I post those up there, they're still behind. But if you want to listen to the podcast, uh, the audio version, it's live the following day, um, up on iTunes, Google play, Spotify. So make sure you follow us there. I know Gator does. Gator's a big fan. Loves when we put the podcasts up on the audio. All right. First things first. Sarge looks confused. He's looking. He doesn't. He doesn't remember his password. No, I I know my fucking password. It says my email must be unique. Oh, add a one. Capital letter. My email's my email. <laughs> the fuck you mean my email must be unique? That's my fucking email. So, first thing I want to talk about is Destiny. I've been playing now for a little over two weeks. Over two weeks. I'm enjoying myself, but I've already started to realize what, even though they added all this stuff, 
even that added all this stuff, right? There's plenty of bounties to do, right? There's there's plenty of missions. There's plenty of uh, you know PvP and Gambit and Nightfalls and raids now, all this stuff. But the main thing that's keeping Destiny going is Master Work or Master Cores, okay? Which is this little thing that you need to infuse your weapons anywhere up a level. You need at least two of them, okay? And then if you want to use masterwork cores okay, to make your gun a masterwork for an extra 10 points, you're going to be spending 17 of these things just to level up your gun five levels, right? One through four, there's no master cores. From four to 10, you're spending 17 uh, master core work or master cores, okay? I, this this is is come to my attention because as I'm as I'm doing stuff and I buy three every day, right? Buy three every day. Well, that's because it doubles and yet how many shards you have? Yeah, you're the shards. So you're you're playing all these things, right? You're playing all these things to get legendary shards and then spending your legendary shards on the master core. Okay. The problem is the economy is a little off, right? There's people. Complain. We have a conversation about the other day. Uh, not just me and Duplass had a conversation yesterday. He's not the only one. There's a lot of people. I get what they're doing, right? Because the carrot is the master core. Okay. Without the master cores, and they 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 didn't make it a grind to make it a grind. They made it a grind just to be brutal to let this game stretch out more. From this one little core, right? Because this 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 core makes everything happen, right? If you want to infuse, you you just got a you just got a five seventy gun, right? But the gun's shit. You don't like the rolls, so you want to infuse that gun into one of your favorite guns. It's going to cost anywhere from two to five to seven master cores, all depending on the jump that it does. Okay, so i don't know why they oh, are you are you telling me are you telling me that i can't infuse guns normal like i did before i have to have master cores every time I infuse? you can if you find the same weapon so if i have a shotgun let's say the bad the badlander which is a rapid fire shotgun if i find a later down the road a 550 shotgun and i have a 512 shotgun i can infuse the 550 into the 512 for just glimmer it's the same gun i can infuse it just for the glimmer so same same weapon types same gun, exact gun, not weapon type. Same exact gun. Same exact gun. It only it's only glimmer. Okay, <laughs> but if it's if it's in the same, you can take any gun. <laughs> you can. <laughs> uh, you guys fell for that shit. You you guys okay? You listen. Guys, you guys fell for that shit. Listen, hook, li line, and sinker. Listen, listen. So you can you can take any gun from that from that. Any special gun and infuse into another special gun, okay? Or a primary gun into another primary gun or power gun into a power gun, which is fine. But when you do that, all depending on how big the jump is, is more materials, more glimmer, more master core, everything. There's like three to four different things you have to put to infuse a weapon to get up there, right? So it's, it's ridiculous on that part. Now... My my outlook of this is that you shouldn't infuse anything, okay, until you are around 560, 570. Meaning, when you're going through the game, whatever gun drops for you, use it and see if you like it and move on, right? If you don't like it, 
infuse that into something else, but hold on to it. Take that big number, put it off into the into the into the uh, the vault, okay, and use a different gun, right? Because if you infuse it, you're wasting the master cores. Now, let's just say you do all your bounties for the day. You're like crazy. You're up on there for eight hours a day, right? You're you're doing all your legendary marks. You get all your legendary shards. Let's say you get about let's just say you get about two hundred legendary shards to five hundred legendary shards a day, which is mind blowing if you do that. Let's just say two hundred. You're going to spend seventy. <laughs> you're going to spend seventy legendary shards by getting three master core works. Okay, master cores. Sorry, I keep calling master core work. Master cores. Okay, seventy shards gets you three master cores. Okay. So if you get 200, you're only getting six, but you're only getting three a day. You're only getting three a day, maybe four, because you get this thing that you can hunt until a master core drops. So you can get four a day for 70, for they, 70 legendary they, shards. Do they stack? Oh, yeah, they stack. They stack. Okay. Okay. But the whole thing is, maybe I'm the only one that's noticed this. Okay. Doubtful. No, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Because a lot of people are blinded by this, right? They're like, oh, there's so much to do in Destiny. There's so much to do. There's so much to grind for. There's 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 God rolls to go for. There's the armor sets I want to build. And I'm like, yes, yes, you're correct. But there's one thing you need for all of that. And you're not grinding for those because the only place to get those is from a vendor. Okay, which thank God you don't have to pay for like bright dust for. Okay, it's not in the Eververse. It's like it's just an NPC you can go buy, but you have to play the game and then spend your legendary shards to buy the master cores. Okay. You only can buy three a day, and you can maybe get one extra, so you get four a day. Now you can spend you can just, spend just more. By, just by listening to what you're saying now, I'm only gonna even infuse blues and I'm gonna break down purples until I get into shards, basically. Yes. Because I, I want shards as a currency. So any purple gun I get that I don't like, if I don't like any one thing about it, it's pointless for me to hang on to it. I might as well just shard it because the right. cores are worth more than the shards are. So, so basically, realistically, if you if you spend and did all your bounties for the day and got all the shards, you can only get realistically without going broke is get three to four shards. Three shard or three three cores is seventy legendary shards. If you buy a fourth one, it goes from it goes from ten to twenty, twenty to forty, forty to eighty. So you'd spend one hundred and fifty fifty shards, one hundred and sixty shards, to get four master cores. Okay. If you did that every day, okay. okay well, let, let's just talk. Let's just talk common sense. Okay. You're, you're, why why do I want the master core? What does it do? It, it helps you infuse your guns to get to a higher so, level. Okay. So what's the gun need? I, I I've seen people do the raid. Yep. They don't need to have super weapons with master cores in order to win the raid. So no, what do you want the gun for? So you need no, you don't need the gun. You need you need the cores to level up your wep, your gear. The okay, only way you're why getting want, why do I want that level? You want that you want that so you can get closer to six hundred. You want max light, right? So it just makes your your go easier through through destiny. Okay. Okay. That's the only reason. It, so far. If you think about it, yes. So the raid's there and all this stuff is there, but really the only thing you're going for is to get master cores. Well, legendary shards to break down to get master cores so you can make your weapons better by using the master cores. So ma the master core is the carrot. That's it. That's that's the carrot. 
Not the raid, not the random rolls, nothing. Just the master so core work. Pur purple drops and breaking them down to buy master cores. Correct. Here's where okay. I think they're, they're, the problem is, right? Because the, because the master cores are the only thing everyone needs and the economy right now, I don't know why Bungie did this, but they made it absorbently expensive to get these master cores, right? Absorbably expensive. Because they know people, there are kids, there are kids that spent a lot of time grinding. And if they didn't do the double price, think about it. If they didn't do the double price, okay, people will start to figure out where to go and how many guys you have to kill before a purple engram drops. Right. right? And that's what it really is. Let's be honest. It, the, the algorithm in the game is X number of guys die, drop a blue. X number of guys drop. Which drop is based on time. Which is based right. on time, right? Right. So the longer they play and the faster they kill, the more purples they'll get. Right. And so if you if you could just keep buying purple and grand or uh, master cores with shards, and there was no escalation in price, there'd be too many people at six hundred, bro. Well, I'm okay. I'm okay that they're char by Christmas by Christmas. There'd be too many people at six hundred. Then what? I think. Then what? I think this is a a, a a simple fix they could do for the economy. Instead of costing 17 shard or, or I'm sorry cores to level up one of your guns for masterwork from like four to ten, they should just make it for every level. It's like one to two master cores to get to level ten. So you would spend ten to twelve master cores instead of seventeen to twenty. Okay, whatever it is, and then to infuse your weapon, it should just be like one to two but they make it astronomical right so let's just say i have three guns right i have three guns that i love right now i'm a 540 okay how many masterworks to raise it from a level from a four to a five just one uh i think it's one at that point or is it two do you guys in chat know is it one or like two masterwork weapons go from one to ten no, they go from zero to ten, right? So, okay. so how much does it take to raise a level of masterwork? From zero to four, it takes no master cores, but it takes glimmer shards and materials. Okay. Okay, I forget what it is. It's like it's like two thousand or twenty five hundred. Sounds like this sounds like champion points from either Elder Scrolls or WoW. Yeah, it's. It sounds I'm like okay. to me, it sounds like champion points. I'm okay with everything they're doing. The shards, the materials, the glimmer. Because glimmer, you get up to you get up to a hundred thousand easily, right? Just by doing the dailies and everything, and the bounties and all that stuff, you're gonna get a hundred k easy, easy. So, the 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 main part is the master cores. If they just lower it just a little bit, I think it'll fix the economy. I don't know if they did this originally just to let everyone, because there was a lot of people that took master cores and 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 hoarded them, right? They hoarded them. Uh, I infuse an old master work weapon to 500 and use to get my super back quicker. Yeah, but that's fine. That's not what the argument is, Inky. Like, I'm talking about the economy and how the master works are and how Bungie is making it. It's bottlenecking right now. It's bottlenecking right now. And they need to fix it just a little bit because, especially, oh, get this charge, right? So the other day it resetted and I went to Spider to. Get, I had a hundred k, a hundred k of glimmer. You know, Spider was the guy who got shot in the in the in the uh, God, Goodfellas movie, right? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <clears throat> All right, go ahead. So I went to Spider to get get rid of my glimmer because that's the only way you really can get glimmer, right? Because 
buying bounties and stuff it's like 250 glimmer it doesn't lower it fast enough so Wait, i went doesn't I, doesn't killing guys give you glimmer anymore yeah no yeah, yeah you get glimmer on, is like, there, is it, does that does it put that glimmer cap on it when you get too much glimmer no no does it still do that it stops at 100k you can't get no, any no. more than 100k no what i'm saying is when as glimmers as, as your glimmers going up oh i don't know a bunch of guys i don't think does it does it turn that. off for a little while no, because you're getting too much glimmer no i don't think it does that you have no problems getting enough glimmer you're always at glimmer cap Here's the problem. I went to Spider to spend my money because I wasn't receiving any more glimmer. Well, I went to go buy a, a shard, and it was, it was, it was um, done by Material. And I went over to the Materials, and you needed to use those with shards. So every day, it's like random, what you can use to buy the things from Spider. Okay, Master Cores are always legendary shards. Legendary shards you can buy with different things from different planets or f with glimmer. And then the materials you can buy with Glimmer most of the time, but this past day, it was all shards. So I was like, okay, I have 100,000 Glimmer, and I couldn't get rid of anything because I needed shards. And the shards that I was spending were taking materials, okay, and the materials were taking shards. So I couldn't spend any money. So I had to go to Amanda Holiday. And then buy all the ships I could possibly buy and then delete them just so I could free up some space in my Glimmer. I thought it was the dumbest thing. I was like, why would you choose to do this? Just leave one thing for Glimmer and then I can buy it to get rid of my Glimmer. Because you can't really buy guns anymore because now you need tokens, which then are now materials. It's... It the economy right it's, now in the it's, game is, it's, is bad. It's, con it's, con it's convoluted. It's convoluted. It's convoluted. On purpose. Right, and I think they're doing this on a purpose at the start, and obviously they'll they'll adjust it as they go. I, 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 I was, listen, if if everybody is foaming at the mouth to play a game that they love, but it's making them hate it, okay? And you got you got limited amounts of time. You spoon feed us a bunch of crap that the the DLCs weren't good, and you save up everything for the end, and you go, well, we got this big stuff, what do we do? All right, just throw them the knotted Christmas lights. It's pretty to look at. Okay, and let them go through the Christmas lights and untangle all the right. Christmas lights. It'll right. take them some time while we decide what we're gonna do next. Okay, like I, I get it. Okay, <laughs> I get it. They, they did something good. Okay, but you're not supposed to get a standing ovation for doing your job. Okay, you're just supposed to be like, yeah, man, good job. Now, why don't you explain this knotted ball of shit to me? Because there's no instruction manual at year four, and you guys just vomited all this stuff on us. So why doesn't someone explain to me? And I, like I, right now, I have everybody typing in different things for the stuff that they know because they're piecing together information. Duplis knows some stuff. Right. Inky knows some stuff. New new knew some stuff. Like that's what it is. It's a giant knot, and everyone's like, "All right, well, I'll figure it out because I'm gonna keep playing." Neutralizer says cores don't help you raise your overall light faster though. They just allow you to use gear you like more yeah. often by keeping the light level relevant. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. You get a. a a god roll of a gun that you like, you want to use that. You don't want to use a shitty gun that's that's your highest max. You're like, okay, great, I have the highest max, but I really don't like using a submachine gun as my primary. So it gives you really... I mean, there's a choice. There's a choice, as I put air quotes in the air. I mean, obviously, you're going to level up your gun that you want, right? Which, now you're pigeonholed that you have to use Master Core, or you have to use Master Quarters. Which, that's the problem. That's that's the conversation I'm having. It's not about anything else about the game. It's about the master cores. 
that they the economy for those is ridiculous and Bungie has set the standard right now and it's broke it's a it's a broke mechanic in the game right they they want you to get and then let's not even talk about the drops i i got another 7 edge transits which is the grenade launcher since last week since obviously, last podcast obviously in the, in the lottery pool that gun is drops 1 in 60 out of 100 right. 1 in 60 is that gun and then the rest of the guns fall into some line so after that what i'm doing there is i'm just taking my favorite edge transit and when i find a higher edge transit i pop it in for 5000 glimmer it's that that's it <clears throat> yeah but it's not about trying different guns cuz you get enough guns right to try out at different light levels right you're you're going to figure out it's not even about trying out it's about getting that role that you want once you find that role right if you find the god role at you know level 480 or if you find it at 520 or if you find it at 560, you're not going to search anymore, right? It's like looking for your car keys. They're always in the last place you looked, of course. Why would you keep looking, right? So once you find your car keys, once you find that weapon that you like, there's no point to care about any other role because you have the god role. So once you have that god role for that weapon, now you're looking to raise the light for it because you want to bring that god role with you, right? So it's not even about experimenting with guns it's about the random rolls finding the gun you want once you have that gun now you want to bring that up with the light level that you get i mean listen it's definitely it's definitely giving people for better for lack of a better term something to do right no there's plenty to how, do how however however the the game the game scope is made in such a way that the thirsty gamer will devour the content no matter what no no matter how substantial you think it's going to be right the vori the voracious gamer is going to plow through it okay like a frat boy in a sorority house okay right. that's what he's going to do okay <laughs> he's not they, they don't care what the what the the learning curve is or what 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 weapon choices they have to make if you say here's the story I'm going to try to I'm going to go through that as fast as possible and find out what's behind that. And I'm going to find out what's behind that. And I'm going to find out what's be like behind that. And that's the way we are. Right. OK, so in this game will never be able to satisfy the general populace gamer because. It, the way the game is made now, excluding, of course, the engine, that's old. We get it. But the, the game is pretty, and they they set a standard, so they can't they can't make it less pretty than what it is. It takes time to come up with these worlds and backdrops and things. It just takes time. So it's up to us to accept the fact that whatever crazy grind they put in there is not because it's, it's not because they couldn't think of anything else to make. It's the fact that it takes time to make anything that they want to put in. That's just the way it is. And so I'm happy that there's a grind in there. So it keeps everyone from going to the forums with hate mail and hate speech and just be like, ah, fuck Bungie. Ah, like, right? So they're busy grinding for the carrot so they can get the 600. And, and hopefully by the time the percentages of people that he that or they want the 600 or are 600, there'll be another piece of content out that you'll need to be well, 600. Well, that's the reason. Well, here, here's a good point that you made there. I really like what they're doing right now with with it, right? So, after the guys, after the guys beat the raid, 
this past week, right? It opened up. So it took 18 hours to beat the raid. The group that did it, they are now legends in the game itself, right? The, the, the group of Guardians unlocked and it released the Taken Plague into the Dreaming City. And each week now, the Dreaming City is on a three-week cycle. It started after they beat the raid. So they beat it. And now this week, or last week, I should say, last week. Isn't there, isn't there two resets? No, no, that's not about the resets. What I'm talking about is. Is there, is there only one raid reset? There's one there's one there's one main reset on Tuesdays and then there's another reset on on Saturdays. There's, How does that factor in for raids? Uh, it's every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Right, so it's not. It's not. You can do the raid twice a week. It's it, once a week. I believe it's once a week. I'm I'm okay. pretty sure. But what they've they've added now, Sarge, the world has changed, and this is what we saw a glimpse of in Destiny One when Dark Below came out. They kind of added stuff. You're like, oh, cool, we're fighting the Hive in different places now. They've done that again. Now, hopefully, they stick with it, right? So there's new missions, right? Like, a mission was only for last week. So if you missed it, you didn't play it last week, it's gone. You gotta, you gotta, no, you got to wait for it to recycle. No, I don't think it is, because it's on a three-week cycle, and then it changes over again. And they're yeah. adding new stories someone, as they go. Someone will someone will pick up a baseball bat and shit the bed if they can't do that mission. I don't, I'm sure it'll cycle. I'm sure it will cycle. I I don't know. We'll we'll find out in in two more in weeks. Three weeks. In two more weeks, right? I think what's going to happen is that mission might be there, but they're going to keep adding new missions and new story plots and stuff like that. It was really cool. It, it was really cool. Then they added uh, another mission with the the Ace of Spades. Like the quest line was really neat. Like I did a Cade mission. You find the his his stashes, and then every time you open a stash, Cade Cade tells a little story Here's about story. who killed him. <laughs> He's like, if you killed me, and he goes on this whole story, and you're like, ah, you know, I thought that was cool. Um, if if they I've been, keep, I've been watching, I've been watching videos. If they keep doing watching. stuff like this, this is what makes Destiny keep coming back and more. See, I really don't care about the grind of getting to 600. I like the lore, but the, but that is, but that is part of it. No, absolutely, absolutely. For a lot of people, that's the. I said for me, I don't really care about the 600. I like coming back for lore and different changes of different things. If they add a new mission, I want to try the new mission. They add a new strike. The two strikes they've added in this in this content so far are better than any strike I've ever played going way back to D, to year one. Okay? I love the new strikes. They added new maps. They added new uh, for Crucible, for Gambit. I love what they did. Real quick, the Edge Transit, they've heard us, people. Since the launch of Destiny 2 Forsaken, we've heard the player feedback regarding the aggressive drop rates of Edge Transit Grenade Launcher. Our investigations have confirmed that this weapon is dropping more frequent than intended, and we're pursuing a fix for a future update. Bravo, bravo! What the investigation? Like, like, like? You just can't type in how many times the gun dropped. Oh, uh, it's, uh, hey, hey, it's, Tom, it's, it's did aggressive. You, did you set the percentage for the thing too? Uh, yeah, too high. Oh, right. Oh, you broke up with your girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. We're gonna get on it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> fix the percentage change because he was just like. Fucker, 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 fucker. And he changed, he changed the drop rate for, for the fucking gun into biblical proportion. Okay? Every time someone gets a gun now, it's that same gun. Yeah, so that they're, they're fixing that. I don't know what's going on with your microphone. Do you guys hear that? With Sarge's microphone, it's like a little bit of feedback coming back. See, like, Duplass has got so much time that he gets a thousand transit drops a week. Yeah, that's a lot. Hey, I, and you know what? Time he has. Here's here's the part that he's exaggerating in. Okay, 
the a thousand's not the exaggeration. It's it's the weak part because it hasn't been a week yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's got a thousand already, <laughs> and it hasn't even. False. Been... Yeah. He likes it. That's, he doesn't like it at all. Yeah, yeah. Right, only it's, a thousand. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. All right, moving on. We're moving on. Uh, the next story I want to talk about, in no particular order. Red Dead. We're gonna talk about Red Dead, and we're gonna talk about how the game that they're talking shit about and it's not even out yet it's well, so it's so bizarre to me that they act like this well I, I want to talk about the attention of detail and then we're going to talk about the online gameplay okay i read an article i read an article for for red dead okay and you're gonna you're gonna think i'm i'm making this up and i, I swear to you i'm not making this up right so get to make your own towns. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. It's the attention to detail, right? It's to live in your own town that you made. Let let me. I want to. Can I play the? Where's the trailer? Get to build your own repeating rifle. Where's the trailer for this for Red Dead? Let me let me play this real fast. Right, we'll, we'll mute it and it'll just play in the background while we're. I, I want you to look at the gameplay. Not the trailer sequences, but the actual gameplay when you see it, when he, when he's walking and stuff like that. The attention to detail that happens when most game companies make a game. Like, I'll, I'll take Destiny, for example. When your hunter's running, like, the armor's just stuck on his body, right? Like, nothing's, like, moving. There's no, like, wind blowing it. Your cape kind of moves, but it's it's glitchy in some places, right? But that's it. That's the only separate entity on your on your character in in red dead every single element the mud the guns like do you see his guns his belts on his gun moving his his knife is moving separately than his gun when he moves right like everything in this game the physics of it the strap we're going around his body is moving separately the strap of the gun when he's holding it it's it's very detailed and you don't notice this stuff like this because it's just there and you, but it's the attention to detail so the attention to detail is so ridiculous in this game okay that a guy did a report and he said i was playing the game and there's weather there's weather uh there's like winter and summer right in the game and spring and stuff he said that the he's like no joke the horse's testicles shrink and get large based on the temperature of the actual weather. Now I'm calling, shenan I'm calling shenanigans, bro. Come on. <laughs> I swear to God. Come on, man. I swear to God. First of all, what's it, what is this guy doing watching horse testicles the entire time? I, I, apparently, the apparently, you're going to notice it. Okay? He's riding the horse through all kinds of weather, so, <laughs> watching us, waiting for the horse testicles so, to get shape. Come on, man. So when the horse is running, okay, when the horse is running, you can actually see the muscles moving so that means the actual horse is an exoskeleton of itself right as they as they develop it and you can oh, literally west world so you can actually see the muscles of the horse running as it as it's as it's going well here's here's what that means it means that testicle billion, physics three, right three billion dollars of shark cards makes for a good game that's what that means right 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 the shark cards of gta 5 gave them the time <laughs> And the and the personnel needed to make horse testicles change shape during weather. Right, 
Three billion dollars. That's what that's what it takes, people. It takes three billion dollars well, of shark cards to make horse testicles I'll, I'll, move. I'll tell you what. This is the new bar in if, gaming. If this it, is the new bar in gaming, EA better. Well, here it is. Step it up. Well, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves has the most realistic water ever. Red Dead Redemption Two is going to have the most realistic horse testicles ever. So that's what they're taking. That's what they're taking their name and staking it into, right? But no, honestly though. If you look at the attention to detail when things are moving, is it's uncanny. It's uncanny. I can't wait for this game to come out just because I love even Red Dead One was was very like to me this is the kind of game you're supposed to buy on PC. Is it coming out for PC the same time or no? I do not know the answer. They're gonna gonna do the same thing they did like the last time. It's it's gonna be console only and then a year from now on PC because of what's going on. It, it just says PlayStation 4 and Xbox One systems pre-order now. That's it. So no so, PC. And if it looks this good on console, you can imagine what it's going to be like on a PC. Here, let me let me go to pre-order. We'll go to pre-order and, and, and see if it... No. It's just PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it'll come out for PC, Duplass. I can guarantee it. Grand Theft Auto Five did a year later. Red Dead will come out a year later. Yeah, it'll come out a year later. Yeah, it'll come out a year later. There's a lot of money they're missing not coming out for PC. Because a lot of people rebought it. I know I did. I rebought it for PC. Just because of the graphics and stuff. Yeah. So, here's the other thing I want to talk about. Remember when Grand Theft Auto V came out, Sarge, and the on... That was it. The comment was the game. It looks so great. Horse testicles are changing. Yeah, I'm talking about the attention to detail. Yeah, the oh. attention to detail. We're That's still talking about Red Dead. Huge, huge segue from horse testicles. Go no, ahead. no, no. It's the exact same segue because we're still talking about Red Dead Redemption. Just not horse testicles. We're not talking about the, the attention to detail of the horse testicles anymore. We're now talking about the non-attention to detail to their online service. Remember when Grand Theft Auto Five came out and they launched Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Online? I remember, I remember, I remember staying home from work to play that game. Three weeks. It launched three weeks after. It locked up. It locked up during the day, and it never let me. I was in for, I was in for three minutes. I got to watch the intro sequence. Right. And then right when the race is supposed to start, that first race, the online, out. I locked up, and that was it. Grand Theft Auto Online when it came out for for two weeks, I couldn't get back. Two and a half weeks, it was like crap. It was just bad, right? So what they decided. Is that they are going to, they are going to um, call it a beta. So the online beta, okay, the game's not coming out, or the online portion of the game is not coming out for three weeks, I believe, three weeks to four weeks after. It says Red Dead Redemption Two, Red Dead Online, and GTA Five Online update releases will be staggered. Okay. Uh, like Grand Theft Auto V, Rockstar's next big open-world adventure, Red Dead Redemption 2, will feature a sprawling online component title, Red Dead Online. The mobile launch is a public beta this fall and will judge by the level of support GTA Online has enjoyed. It will likely receive a regular stream up- of updates for as long as to come, a long time to come. With a second open-world multiplayer game to support now, fans may wonder if GTA Online's updates will slow down, but Rockstar assures that it will not be the case. So they're going to be updating online gta and then updating the western red dead redemption online as well so i think what they're going to do is let's say 
let's say they do an update in November for GTA 5, and then December they'll do an online update for Red Dead Redemption, right? So, but the big thing is here, it's a beta when it comes out, okay? So even though the game is relaunched, the Red Dead Online is free to everybody that owns the game. You don't have to pay extra for it, just like Grand Theft Auto Online. Um, it, it will it will come out and be a beta, and the reason it's a beta is because they know they have super problems when it comes. There's going to be a massive amount of people trying to play this, right? You think? I'm going to guarantee you, if you want to try the online version of it, I would wait a month to two months before you jump into the online. Because I guarantee you the most of it at the time, you're going to get disconnected, laggy. You might not even be able to make a character. Like, it was terrible. It was terrible the first time. Now, they're guaranteeing it right now to be terrible. And that's why they're saying it's a Red Dead Online beta. Okay? Which is smart on their part. Because look at everything else. Fortnite and uh, PUBG and all these other... Just a just an open world beta, right? Fallout 76 is going to come out as a beta first. So, what do you think, though, Sarge, as far as this online portion? What will this online portion be compared to... We talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago. Like, Grand Theft Auto has cars and guns. There's so much and, more... And, 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 and clothing. Other items, though. Like, like, what can online Western world here be for Red Dead Redemption? Like, what is it going to be the okay, draw? Well, if, I, if I do the, just a direct correlation, just a direct correlation... You can ha you're going to have to have starting your own gang, okay? Just like starting your own crime family, right? So starting your own gang. Then you're probably going to have to have your own hideout that you that you build and customize yourself with money that you can earn in game or buy, right? Because I'm thinking direct direct correlation. <laughs> Sorry for the chat. Okay? I was just laughing. <laughs> okay. So then there's probably horse wrestling, not wrestling, wrestling guys, horse wrestling. Which means like horse wrestling, finding, finding horses, NWO baby for life, and maybe like doing like cross country races on horseback. And so people are trying to breed horses for the best horse in order to win the race, that type of thing. Right. Then you have moon, moon shining, uh, coach stage robbing, right? Uh, bank robbery, uh, probably uh, a server based territory control thing. Where like like, a, like an instance you, like a small instance like like a like a conquest like a conquest map with like you and other gang members like like you challenge somebody else and you're fighting over territory like and now I get control of this right what else I mean what else is there like your the way your gun looks when you're not using it like do you know how many different facets of like the modern world that they had in the game that you could buy and purchase and now you have the wild west like what what else is there right what else is there you're no one's dressing up like you don't there's what's the dressing up in the west like you're wearing a suit like doc holiday with a, yeah with a with I, a bowler hat instead it, of a it's dust like this yeah like, it's the same kind of costumes just different colors maybe i i i don't see how honestly i really don't see how unless they have something planned really cool besides fucking br okay okay besides br i can't see anything to keep red dead redemption 2 alive as long as grand theft auto 5 honestly yeah, uh, yeah uh, fridge yeah 
prostitution probably, but that's skating on a, that's skating on an edge now. It's a kid game. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Skating on an edge, <laughs> killing people, killing people, bloody murder, stabbing them. It's okay, but bringing bringing in racketeering and prostitution. Now you've gone too far. Gambling, you know, has got to be in there. The beginning of gambling. I mean, it's going to be like you have to transfer money to your hideout, and people are going to rob you, like it does in the in GTA, where you have to go from point A to point B with a truck. Now I have to go from point A to point B with a stagecoach thing. Like, what else is there? It's the West. It's the Wild West. Oh, oh, a train robbery would be kind of cool. <laughs> right. Like a train. Tem Tempest. Don't forget, <laughs> leading a gasoline trail to a prostitute <laughs> just to murder them so they can light the corpse on fire. Oh. Right. That's okay. You can do that. That's that's fine. You can do that? Yeah, of course. Why not? Right. Man, what a great game. I, I bet you you could tie someone up. You could do it in Red Dead 1. You could lasso somebody and then drag them behind your horse. Right. So I just I don't I listen even under the best circumstances I don't see this game lasting as long as GTA 5. You mean the online the as, online version won't last as, as long far, as far as the money is concerned. It I just won't. Okay. There's something about the old west is nostalgic the, and people like it it's kind of cool for the story but to be in it every day for 5 years Six years? I, I I don't think so, bro. I think you're right because so. in Grand Theft Auto Five, they can add new like race modes and like obstacle courses and all this stuff. Like the Hot Wheels track that they were doing. The only thing the I can on Hot Wheels tracks and it's like GTA. The, like what? The only thing I can see is if they can progress, which I th I I hope they did this in GTA Five. I I wanted them to open up the horse race track, like the casino. I thought for sure over time they were going to open that up. Never did. Right. Well, they still could because now they have the horse technology with testicles and all. Maybe they could bring the horses into Grand Theft Auto Five, right? You can watch them grow and shrink while you're in Grand finally, Theft Auto Five. You mean a horse race? Right. Finally, maybe. Right. But I thought in Grand Theft Auto Five that that hotel, that building that was being built in the center of town, would progress. The advanced time. Would and advance they would build. over time. If they introduce, they could have done that. Right. They still can. They right. Because they've added like nightclubs and all this other stuff in the game, right? So in the western. I can see them adding, like, maybe you open up a brothel. Maybe you open up your own casino, right? Maybe uh, over time they they, they made maybe it... you could build your own town. Like that would be that would be a tremendous hook of making your own town. That'd the, be a tremendous hook. The only way they could do that, the only way they could do that is if they had preset houses, right? Preset house like a farmhouse, like a, a bungalow type thing, a two story, maybe like a tavern, right? And they only had it in a certain section. So, like, if you went to that section, you could purchase the land and then build one of these predetermined buildings on that land. That's the only way they could do it. I don't think they're going to add a Fallout 76 mechanic where you're going to be building your own your own building and stuff like that. I don't see I don't see Rockstar doing it that way. I see them prefabbing because remember you need. Remember you in Grand Theft Auto, I'm not, full custom, I'm not saying a fully customized building simulation. I'm talking about template houses, A, B, C, D, E, F, like that. Well, but but have other people get, get to attack it, and if they do enough damage, your town burns to the ground. Right. Like it would. It, you have to have a good hook. Right. We're talking about five years here, people. Almost six. Aren't we on six? I think it's six years now. For Grand Theft Auto, it's been five. It's been five. It's almost six because it came out in October. Oh. Uh... Yeah, I think she actually you might be right. 
Yeah. Right. This would be six years. Yeah, it came out in 2012. Yep. I don't. I don't. Listen. I wish them well, and I hope they enjoyed all the money they got from the shark cards. But I really don't believe that Red Dead is going to last as long as as GTA. So what? Three years? Instead of six? A after after everybody plays the story and plays through the limited amount of stuff that they're going to have inside the Wild West, I'll give it until next Christmas. Really? I, I'm going to give it two years. Two years, unless they do what we just that said. That is two years. It comes out. It comes out. One, no, that's one February. Year. February. No, it comes oh, out yeah. in November. That's right. No, does it come out in November? I thought it was, yeah, it I thought it was one of the February no, disasters. It comes out it November? Like, no, it comes out like next two months from now. All right, so a year and change. That's it. So you're saying so one year? A year and change. I'll give it some change. No, I'll give it. I'll give it half the time of Grand Theft Auto Five. I'll give it three years, and that's if they don't do anything extraordinary they, to they, it. They have to do something right. If they wicked. if they if they progress it over time in the online portion, like more towns come in, you can buy things more. I and it progresses, then I can see that happening. I can see that happening. And that's right, Tempest. Not once over the five years, not once did they make a single player add-on. No, they were going to. Look, we they made we, too much money. We talked about this. Money. They were supposed to. They had the guy do the actual voiceover work and stuff. Like the guy who plays um what was the what was the the black Trevor? guy's name? No, no. What was the black guy's name? Oh, crap. Michael, Trevor, and um, I want to say CJ, but that's an, that's San, uh, that's that's San, San Andreas. Andreas. Oh, for fuck's sake. Chat'll answer oh. it. Anyway, he did voiceover. No, no, Lamar. No. Lamar was the the, that, that's, the that's accomplice. Grand, that's San, that's San Andreas as well. Lamar. Was no, no, the no, no, no. Lamar's in in Grand Theft Auto. He's just the the Franklin. Thank you, Atomic. Franklin. Thank, thank you. you, Franklin. Uh, Franklin did voiceover work for single player stuff, but because the online made so much money, there's no point. They scrapped it. Put right, it on. They, the, scra they scrapped the DLC because they made too much money. Does they, that make sense? They to scrapped you? the DLC because they put all focus on the online portion and just kept pushing stuff out so yeah uh red dead 2 zombies that would be good oh that would that would if they brought that back that was that was the best okay, dlc so i've ever bought you, that'll get you the second year your zombie thing will get you the second year that's it mm. oh that was the best i don't that's tempest the best. you didn't understand it you, you you didn't you didn't embrace it you could be your own crime boss that was like that would be like your entire thing You'd be a CEO and a crime boss in a in a in a place where it, you look like Scarface. Your apartment looked like it was covered in cocaine and money everywhere <laughs> with guns. What do you mean you would never like that? That that's your dream. That's your dream to do that. So I, I see it I see it lasting a little longer if they if they progress it. All right, we're moving on. Moving on. The next story I want to talk about is. Let's talk about Bethesda. Bethesda and Fallout 76. Um, so we have Bethesda teases, right? Pete Hines teases in an interview that there's new systems coming out. Now, I've already said what my th my beliefs are when the systems are coming out. They're going to announce them next year, and they'll be out in 2020. Um, he says, okay, in a quote, um, He's privy to some privy. stuff. Privy to some stuff. Okay, he's privileged to some stuff, and he can't talk about it. But he's curious to see what it looks like and how different it is when it comes out. Now he said the jump from 
Xbox and PlayStation 2 to Xbox 360 to PS3 was a huge graphical jump, right? From the 1 to the 360, from the 2 to the PS3. The graphical jump from the 3, or yeah, from PS3 to PS4 wasn't as big, right? But there was stuff there. It wasn't as dramatic. He says that he can't talk about it, but the jump from Xbox One to 360... Now from the Xbox One to the next console and PS4 to the next console is going to be that big, huge, dramatic jump that you're going to be like, holy shit, it is amazing looking, right? And I think we're kind of seeing glimpses of this already, right? Like if you look at God of Last War, of us. Last God of, of Us 2, you, you look at CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077, like I said, I don't think that game's coming out for this system. Like, I mean, it'll come out, you can buy it for these systems, but it's made for the next gen, right? It's made for the next gen. Starfleet and Skyrim. I'm sorry, uh, Elder Scrolls 6. I said during E3, I said those games are not coming out for this console. They are not made for this console. Well, maybe maybe those games are going to come out just like GTA did before they before GT got released on the, next, on the on the next system, remember? Well, right, just like Destiny, right? It was made for the 360, but it came out and it was a huge graphical update and better experience in the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, right? And that was a huge tear between the community because people were playing it on the 3 and then people were playing on the 4 and then people were playing on the 360 and people were playing on the 1. Um, Heinz also says he believes games will become more expensive to develop on the new consoles. He suggested that it would be more expensive to make a large-scale games like Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 while smaller titles might just see as big uh, as, a, uh, as a jump. Bethesda's upcoming game, Starfield, might skip. He says they might skip PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, right? So right there, he's already he's already said what I've said at E3 when I said I saw them. I said they're not coming out for the next the next consoles. They're only coming out for the next consoles. That word might, right? The only reason they might. What, let's be honest. Let, let, let's just do the timeline. You don't even have to be right. you don't have to be diplomatic about this. By the time Starfield is ready to come out, the next systems are 2020, already 2021, right? But. To say that they'll develop it and print a disc out or digital copies to go down to the lower grade consoles, it might be a disservice for the game because of the tension of detail they're doing. You know what I mean? Like when you look at a game at E3 and you're like, people are bitching about when, uh, um, what was that game called? Um, There's a lot of games that people are bitching about. Like Division. When Division showed at E3 and then it came out, they're like, oh, it's a downgrade. There's a downgrade. Spider-Man downgrade. Colonial, Colonial Marines was a downgrade right right i think i think bethesda would be like you know what if we bring this game out for the old system this is a disservice for this game we want this game to to look its best and the best experience would be pc and the new systems right i can see that happening um plus why would you buy a new system if you could get the new games on the old systems right so it helps push sales of of the, of the the new consoles it helps push the sales of the new games because with games like starfield and uh elder scrolls 6 and cyberpunk 2077 and whatever else comes out you need games like that to be like why sell the system right to, to sell those systems right because who xbox one x didn't really sell because it didn't have that game now if xbox one x waited i know it was a test but their next system Oh, they're going to have plenty of exclusive titles coming out. Halo Infinity and all that stuff. We're going to talk about that in a second. 
but they're going to have a lot of first party titles for that system to sell the system. There was no there was no games to sell Xbox One X because there was no games made specifically for the Xbox One X. You know what I'm saying? It's just upgrade all these experience better on the system, but it's not uh it's not made for that system. I I still think the Xbox Xbox One X was a test thing for them. Oh, absolutely, for the next systems that are coming out. They they just wanted to see they they were just trying to see what they could do. Right. Like they needed they they keep saying that they needed a mid a midterm upgrade in order to sell to people that will actually do something different, but in actuality it doesn't do anything. Like nothing substantial that an average gamer would notice. Right. Only the hardcore people cared, and only the hardcore people bought it. Oh, go back! I just saw a chat. Yeah, Tempest. That was that was Grand Theft Auto Four that you played last when we played online. That the smaller online service thing that they had. It wasn't it wasn't Grand Theft Auto Five that you played with us. Yeah, so I think Bethesda's – what Pete Hines says there, I, I'm 100% behind him. I think – I don't think it's coming out. He, gets, he also goes on and says that games are now so diverse that they say the cost of all games are going up a little bit, uh, a little too broad, okay? So to make a AAA game like Starfield is not cheap. Uh, it never was, Hines says. The team sizes are certainly bigger. Hell, back in Morrowind, the team was 35 people. Okay, that's not even close to the size of Fallout 76. But then you have a game like Elder Scrolls Legends, which is a significantly smaller team that a lot of these things. So it depends on what size of the game that you're making and the scope of it, right? So he's saying that cost is going to go up, graphically is going to go up. Does that mean games itself are going to go up, or are they going to break it over time? Normal, normal economic growth runs in the same cycle as anything else. Gaming has no different. Okay. There's a period of there's a period where the software goes up, and there's a period where the, where the hardware goes up, right? And once the hardware goes up, the software follows. Doesn't happen right away, but it happens. Okay. So same thing. Okay. Cost of games goes up. Okay. Well, I got news for you. The cost of everything goes up. Right. Everything. Everything goes up. What the the phrase they're trying to use is that the cost for games is exponentially going up, which is why they have to do these microtransactions or change more for games or whatever. That's fine if you believe that. But the next thing is, if the market doesn't support the extra money or the more price to the game, then the only way you can make the same amount of money or or stay alive is to innovate, which right. means either the, the gaming companies have to come out with better engines, things that don't have to be so convoluted and, and difficult that multiple guys have to work on it, right. where, they can streamline their, like, where they can streamline their studios. This is a part of business. It happens everywhere else. Why, don't, why does anyone believe it's not gonna happen with gaming? If they can't, if they if the market doesn't support it, then it has to innovate with from within, right? It ha it happened before, it's happened before, right? Like, but the issue now is, is the the risk is higher, okay? And and this is why I think that much more competitive now, also right? Competitive, uh, it's it's gotten to the point now where games that you can't just pump out a game every year. It's it's starting to wear on a lot of these developers, these games that they're they're pumping out, and and the 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 uh, the community or the base that wants to play the game doesn't really care anymore. Right. Right. You're not going to buy that's the same why, game every year. That's why okay? you're seeing more of these so, games with like online service type thing. Right. And the reason for that is because it takes three to five years to make a fucking game. Right. You can't be a studio and be solvent by only making one game every three to five years. It's right. not going to work. Right. The only way it would work is if you start diversifying on what kind of games you're actually making. Our big game comes out in three to five years, but we have this mobile game. 
and then we have this card game, and then we have this other action role playing game, like the, the like the quicker games that you can make, like the, a lot of the indie games you see on the thing, where that keeps them floating, while they just while they're making their big game. Right. But that's not it. You've got giant publishers now have multiple multiple uh, development studios across the globe. They're in rotation. They're making either a yearly game right, or one just expanded. Bethesda right. just expanded their their studio. This is what I'm saying. So unless you, either either you have to be big enough to be making games every other year, or you have to be doing other shit and streamlining in order to make your game every three to five. Right. Like look what happened to uh, look what happened to that that studio that uh, that did Dead Rising. What happened oh, to them? Yeah. So Capcom, Capcom is uh, it, it closed down one of their studios. But before we get to that, we're gonna stick with we're gonna stick with uh, Fallout, Bethesda. What's what's a timeline, Sarge? That you think, if um, how long do you think Bethesda wants to keep Fallout seventy six going? Like a number. He's he can't even hear me. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay, before we move on to the Capcom thing, how long do you think Bethesda wants to keep Fallout seventy six going? Right, like in a, a realistic number. Like, well, it's a game as a, it's a games as a service, right? But it, but there's no microtransactions. Well, no, they there is microtransactions for 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 like uh, customization as far as uh, uh, clothing and stuff. I I believe I believe that Fallout seventy six is a playground for them. They're testing out other stuff. I'm telling you, that's what it is. So if you're asking me like if you're asking me as a normal game, like three years, two three years, because a lot of their games a lot of their games go on for a while. Like, how how many times does Skyrim come back out again? Right. So yeah, Pete Hines. Right. We're gonna quote him once again. Okay. Uh, he was asked, "How long do you want Fallout seventy six? And he said, "Forever." He told the Metro. Uh, when I asked how long the envi- he envisions Fallout seventy six lasting. Him not being sarcastic or ironic, he said, "I'm not being ironic, like forever." Okay, so well, they, they they wanted to, not that that it is. Well, here's but they wanted to. Last here's forever. his justification to say this, right? His justification is: other people have said, "Is your timeline for Fallout 76 two years or five years?" And he said, "Well, they're still playing Morrowind, aren't they? Uh, you can go online and look on how many people are still playing Fallout 4 and Skyrim." Hines said. Those games have been out for four and seven years, and there are literally hundreds of thousands of people playing those games every single day, every single month, and those are single-player games. Okay. Yeah, do you do you, do you know why? Have you played Skyrim? Yeah. Did you play? Did you play I Skyrim all the way through? Two hundred and fifty hours okay. worth of Skyrim. Okay. So the fact that you can put a headset on, turn off all the lights, turn the air conditioning down as low as it can, point all the fans and vents to you, <laughs> okay, smoke a J. And actually believe you're in Skyrim. Like, that's how good it looks. Right. I know it's old now. I know it's old. But for the time that it came out, okay, you thought you were living in that fucking world. Like, that to me is a fucking game. Okay? That's a game. Right. So now, if you're telling me that's what the, the goal is to play this game forever? Well, think about this. If they're just moving it, right? So if they let's say you're playing it on this system now. And then it comes out for the next system. You're just gonna migrate over over there, right? You're just gonna transfer your account, start playing over there. He says part of the thing we need to get is people in the game and see how they respond. He said, "We've taken this approach to the past DLC. I don't know if you remember Fallout 3. The big consumer reaction when we launched that game was that they were all upset that we had an ending, right? They were pissed off that we had an ending. 
we were like all the previous games had an ending we thought it would be we were st sticking to what the franchise is but they didn't want that they didn't want an ending we had a couple of dlcs in the works but the third one we did uh we were like well we need dlc that removes the ending of the game and allows you to continue so 76 is going to be like that we have some ideas for this okay and let's see what people if they want more of it or not see they made, told you they've the made a, they've made a game I told you they've made a game basically that the whole community wanted okay and now people are rebelling against the game because it's not what they wanted right no because... no it's it's listen it's not once again it's not that it's not that that's not what they wanted you have to remember who takes the time to actually sit down and go to the forums every day and bitch or praise whatever game they love okay the when they come out yeah. with something like this and the people who don't have time to do that realize what they're doing now all of a sudden they stand up and they go that's not what i wanted okay well everybody else who's been talking about it every day since the game came out i'm sorry you have a dog three kids and a wife but you love skyrim like you know what i'm saying like if you're not there every day using your voice to say what right. your opinion is then whatever comes to them over and over again is what the community wants right right which is why it's very important to say yes i like the game no i don't like the game Go to the Metacritic score. Say why you don't like the game. That's why it's important, okay? If you're quiet for six months or a year, and you're like, man, I really love that game, but you told no one but your friends, and then you want to know why the game changed. Well, the other 75,000 people who played the game was like, I don't want it to end. I want the game to go on. I, don't, I want to go around in my power armor right. and slaughter everybody. Why did the game end when I solved the mission, right? And Because the, the game has to end, right? That's what they thought. Like, the game has to end. Now you're like, This game nope. doesn't have an ending, right? Yeah, you know, this is this is the far radical end of the of the mission like it was for Fallout 3. In Fallout 3, you could accidentally win the game I did. in a half an hour. I did it in right. I, I did, did it in four and a half hours. I was like, right. because, I was like, because this you is just the followed end? the main quest yes. and you did nothing else. Right. Right. So you solved the game and were pissed because then the game ended. Then they had to keep extending out the game, right? Then New Vegas came out. You had to do all these things. And then when it got to the end, it was the complete opposite. When it got to the end, it goes, hey. If you're going to go on from this, it said that every time. If right. you're going to go on from this point, make sure you have done everything you wanted to do. Right. Because now you can't change it after this. Right. It said it like in a giant warning label. Right. Then we went to four, which was, okay, we'll give them an ending, but we're going to give them eight endings. Like, <laughs> and, and it was, it's like it was six, instead, right? of, instead, like of being, instead of being one ending with some backdrop differences, Fallout 4 was eight endings, depending on which side you picked. Well, it all, yeah, it had eight endings, but really they 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 tried to focus you to that one ending, right? They, yeah, but they try to get you to still. It still matters what you pick because you have to slaughter everybody else to get the ending that you wanted. Right, right, right. There was and and there was one guy without glitching. There was one one guy who who did it where everybody won. Like he was, he didn't have to kill anybody. He found some way of talking to whoever he needed to talk to at the specific moments where everybody lives at the end. Nobody had to destroy somebody else. I thought it was remarkable. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm telling you what. I'm going to make a prediction here about Fallout 76. People have given it so much crap. Okay? Because it's because it's different. Because it's different. They want it to be different. When this game comes out, this is going to be like it's 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 hard to say this. This is going to be like a sleeper game. Okay? People are going to be like, "Oh, is this game good?" Cuz I'm going to play it. People are going to watch me and they're going to be like, "Oh, is this game good?" It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be fantastic. 
Okay, people are going to wonder. But you, but you, but you are speaking from a biased point of view. I'm speaking from an open world look. This game is no different than No Man's Sky. Okay, this is no different than Conan. This is no different than anything else. The only difference is it's in the Fallout universe inside Virginia. It's not on the open universe of what's going on. My screw. Well, that's that's mixer, Duplis. It's not my mic. Yeah, it's mixer. I told you he's having a seizure. Yeah. Just don't put anything in your hands, Duplis. Keep make sure everything's out of your hands. Yeah, that's that's the bit rate and the and the the internet connection or whatever. We can't do anything about it. <clears throat> it, it just it. I don't understand why everyone gets so upset so quickly, and I I know why because of all the all the turmoil we're having in games right now. But they said Bethesda said outright very clearly they wanted something different. Right. Yeah, being dissolved. My parents didn't kiss. And I'm being erased from from the timeline. That's that's what's happening right now. Is that a Back to the Future reference? It is. It is. At the the champion under the sea dance is what is what happened. All right. So the next story I want to talk about is uh, the Dead Rising Studio. The people that make Dead Rising, the Vancouver-based company, it's a subsidiary of Capcom, is uh, is shutting down. Capcom Vancouver has been shut down. The studio in which best known for its work on Dead Rising series is short-lived puzzle fighter mobile game has uh, ceased the, oper the operations effective today, September 18th, which was two days ago. I don't know why it's doing what it's doing. I would say refresh, um, refresh your stream if it's doing it. I'm going to reset my, my own thing because I'm listening to ourselves and it sounds like ass. Sounds like ass. It's still happening. Doesn't make sense because we're keeping a constant 3K bit rate. So I don't know what that is. I can I can promise you the the I'm recording on board. So if you guys miss anything that I'm saying right now, um you can listen to on the podcast the audio version, it'll be nice and clear for you. Uh, so Capcom is currently reviewing the allocation of the development resources to support the production of the world-class content of Capcom. Spokesperson told GameSpot that the support of this objective is a new R&D facility and the annual hiring have been underway uh, for this headquarters. In consideration of this process, the result of reviewing titles and development of the Capcom Vancouver, Capcom has decided to cancel the development projects at this studio and will uh, concentrate on development of major titles in Japan. As part of this overall direction, the CV studio will suspend operations effective today, so the current staff will be laid off and the office will be closed. We appreciate the hard work and contributes of the studio and the team members uh, creating the unforgettable gameplay experiences for Dead Rising series and the Puzzle Fighter. So They couldn't find any more money. Yeah. They couldn't get any more money out of somebody. Well, we just said, this. look, games cost a lot of money to make, right? Not everyone buys all the games, right? The average person buys six games a year. Average. Obviously, there's people out there that buy a shit ton more. And then there's other people that only buy like one a year. Right? The average is like six to eight games a year. Okay? Well, there's like a thousand games that come out a day. Okay? So, do the math. Right? It's a very competitive market uh, for AAA titles and even for independents. So, a lot of companies can't do it. A lot of companies can't do it. And this is why we're, we're leaning more towards these on-service 
uh, online service games, right? And the more I think about it, if if you're if you're but even, if, but even if it worked, bro, I'm sorry to interrupt, but even if it worked, you can't have every company have an online service game with the population levels. No, you can't have all those people populating all those games. No, because look, look, even even if we look back in the day when before World of Warcraft came out, okay, you had those you had Ultima Online, you had EverQuest, you had you had oh, Star Galaxy. Wars Galaxies. There was uh, uh, the Guild, right? Guild Wars. You had well, Guild Wars came out after, uh, after that, but there was too many paid subscriptions to play right back then right you couldn't play all the mmos that you wanted to play there were just too many of them to play so some of them had to close down some of them had to non-exist anymore to make the other ones exist right and it's a very competitive market so games like this you know even nowadays i mean if you're if you're close-minded and you just watch games on twitch and you're like well, the top 10 games are always popular, super popular. There must be a gazillion people playing it because there's 10,000 people streaming it. That's not the case, right? Like the current player base doesn't have anything to do with the people that are watching it. So it's very, it's very, um, very competitive market. So a lot of these companies can't take it. Now, this is also a bad thing where companies get bought out, right? So EA picks up companies, takes their intellectual properties, takes all their stuff, and then basically destroys the company within, right? EA is Unicron of, of the uh, in Transformers. EA goes around picking up companies and he just eats them and just spits them out. It's like, oh, I'm Unicron and just and just eats companies out, takes their, whatever they have takes, on them. Takes their IP and destroys it. Right, them. takes whatever nutrients of, out, of that, out of the game company and then just spits it out and then ruins it, right? Just completely ruins it. They've ruined, they've ruined um, um, Maxon, right? The SimCity crew with the, the Sims destroyed, and everything. They destroyed the Sims. Right? Oh, this wasn't even part of one of the stories, but I, I watched Young Yao. Young Yao, I love his, his I love his view. It's Young Yao. Young, young Yao. Young Yao. That's what he says. Young Yao. Yeah. I love his view uh, of his opinions. Young Yao. Okay. What, the young way he yeah. does stuff. He was talking about, and I, this made me laugh. I watched, he did a, a piece on The Sims today. Okay. How The Sims have been broken up. With a shit ton of expansions. Shit ton of expansions, right? And they have Sims 4, and then they had this DLC for pets. Okay. And within so many. within these this this thing of of pets, they came out with another DLC to add on to the pets DLC. Okay. So it's this is like it's inception. Okay. It's DLC for DLC. Right? right. And that's when that's how you know it was going wrong. Right. They're charging DLC for DLC, which they could have just made that DLC in that DLC. And they said, oh, well, it took time to make or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Great. Put it in for free. Put it in for free into the DLC I already paid for. Because I think the way it works is the, the main game 60 bucks, The the big expansions are $40. The stuff expansions are $10 a piece, right? It was, it was, it was a fucking nightmare. But anyway, the whole point is EA takes basically they they took bullfrog destroyed it destroyed it maxon destroyed it right they basically eat up everything and destroy it and now i know capcom is not ea but this company couldn't make the money that they needed to make so they had to close down the studio it sucks people lose their jobs and uh, and such hopefully those guys go on to find other work in the industry but again it's very competitive very competitive um so we're going to go from this story to the next story there's a hire going on, okay? And I just want to say, 30 and still gaming has done it again, folks. Okay? Sarge agreed with me. 
Okay, but Generation X Gaming has said it here first, and I remember specifically when EA came, when E3 was here, and they showed the Halo thing, and I said, I don't know if it was on this podcast or if it was on the Razor's Round Table when I was doing it live. It's both. Okay, both. but I said that the Halo Infinity is going to be the Destiny, the online service game, and everyone was like, no, that's that's Halo 6. That's going to be the new Halo. That's going to be the new Halo. Okay, I called it, and now there's proof. Okay, there's actual proof of a hire. Okay, now I'm going to I'm gonna bring up the video of Young Yao. Young Yao? Young Yao. Young Yao. Yeah, Young Yao. But the way he why says e- it, the way he says it, the way he says it, he's like, young, yeah, of quote, eight so, plus years working. So, so there's a job posting on the thing. I, I like how the fucking people, the community is always looking for job postings for anything so we can rat them out. I love it. Right. I love how, how, how on top of everything, the community is like, who's EA hiring? Who's this guy hiring? So... The online experience design director is for the Halo game, okay? You need to have, uh, it's, it's, it's a full-time position, okay? Uh, I think he scrolls down here. Yeah, here it is. You will oversee and provide visions of multiple fa- facets of the design of implications. This includes progression in and out of the game, microtransactions, uh, integration, the business plan throughout the game, and finally, social engagement features and encourage players to return again and again with their friends. This is Destiny, but for Microsoft, right? Microsoft is looking for this Destiny exclusive game that they can do, and the Halo brand is it. Okay, when I saw the trailer, I was like, they they showed the four guys walking. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a that's a co-op, that's a co-op thing ready to go. Okay, now here was the thing: microtransactions. Now they came out. He has a video after this one that he talked about about two hours ago. And he said that there is no microtransactions, okay, as far as loot boxes. Uh-huh. But there are microtransactions for cosmetics, I would assume, right? There, has, there, to there has to be. If it's an online service, there has to be microtransactions for something. Now, I, again, I have no problem with the microtransactions as long as it's cosmetics and I can earn it in-game by playing longer or whatever. As, there, as long as there's a path for me to earn it in-game, if I'm one of those people that likes to do it, I have no problem with it. The difference between loot boxes, microtransactions, and microtransactions is huge. One is potentially gambling, okay? That is gambling, but not... It hasn't been voted proven yet, yet, proven yet yeah. that it's gambling. It, it, it will be soon. And then one, okay, is buying what you want. And my analogy for this, I was telling Sarge ahead of time, is if I went to a clothing store, okay, and I walked in and I said, I like that suit. And I buy that suit and I purchase it and I go, here, I want this suit. And I put it on the counter. I pay my microtransaction money. I get that suit. Or I walk into a department store. I go, here's my money. And the lady goes, Let's see if you get it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's spin the wheel. Right. Let's spin the wheel. I'm sorry. You're getting a two-piece dress, but I'm a, I'm a dude. It doesn't matter. That's what the wheel said. Random number generator. Here it is. Here you go, sir. Here's your – that's not even my size. It doesn't matter. It's a dress, and it's not your size. Congratulations. Try again. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You actually got something, though, so you can't complain. Right. Right. That's the difference. That's the difference between real life and digital stuff because in digital stuff, it's wiped within the instance – 
And in real life, you still have a, a dress that doesn't fit you and you're not going to wear, but you physically have the dress that you could resell to do something else with it, right? So that's the difference between loot box microtransactions and regular microtransactions. I feel bad for a lot of these people coming up with all these games with the microtransactions in them because if the laws start passing, then oh. they're going to have to go can back. Can you imagine? Let's just talk about that for a second, right? Not even from this Halo thing real quick. Let's let's just... All games currently... In pro all games right now 2K, currently loot boxes right, and microtransactions. 2K and Blizzard are like this right now. They're like, oh, shit. Uh, what did you do, EA? What did you yeah. do? And 16 countries are like, all right, you want to sue Belgium? All right, we're all going to get together. If you're going to sue them, then you're going to have to sue all of us because you think you have enough money to go in court to just go up against them. Cool. But now you're going to have to go against the whole world. <laughs> well, it's the, the 15 countries are, are now investigating 16, together. 16, right. It's I'm 15. Sorry, 16. It's, they're, they're investigating together. See, EA knew they fucked up. Right. Which is why they had to sue. Because if they don't sue, then once Belgium passes, everybody else will start passing stuff. Right, because it's 15 countries plus... It's like saying, right, because then it's like saying, plus well, Belgium State of Washington. doesn't want their children gambling. Does that mean that we want ours gambling? It right. just comes, it just falls into place. Like, well, maybe they have, maybe there's some truth to this. Let's do our own investigation. So now, as soon as EA decided to, to, to say fuck off and counter sue... They put together this. They put together this group of people. Like, all right, well, yeah, we, we definitely need to look into it now because if they're willing to fight for that amount of money that they're they're getting every year, then we definitely have to look into it. Well, think about that, right? Because they're like, uh, if we brought that, if we brought the the country of Belgium to court, could could we blast them out in court to settle? Right. Probably. And they're like, yeah, we make a billion dollars off just FIFA alone. <laughs> Let's just send a lawyer team over there. And they're like, yeah. okay. So Belgium's like, hold on a second. Hey, uh, yeah, would you guys like to join in on us? To uh, They're trying to sue us. We'd like to get in all together. So if they sue our country, they're going to have to sue 16 other countries plus the United States of the state of Washington. Okay. Well, that's, not, that's not exactly what's happening, but what, what the, 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 the string is, the string is good. But that's exactly what's happening. EA, EA giving them the finger okay, and saying that we have to protect our cash cow. That's basically what they're saying. We're not going to give up $3 billion Correct. a year. Right. Correct. So Belgian says, "Okay, we'll take you to court. We don't care." Like, right? They don't care. So now other countries are paying attention. Like, well, if they're gonna go but to how court, how do you take this country of Belgium to their own courts? That's the that's but, the funny part. Okay, but the 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 interesting part is gonna be how an American company fighting against Belgian laws in their own country, right, are gonna defend the fact that people are allowed to gamble and show gambling psychology to children in their own country. Well, that's not going to, there's not going to be able to, they, they, must, they better have the best lawyer on the planet. The reason, the reason they're doing it is because FIFA in the United States is like 4%, but in yeah, the but rest of the world, it's like 90, it's like 94%. Microtransactions for sports games is $3 billion. No, no, no. I understand that. What I'm saying with the, a B, the United States People still call football soccer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, we're assholes. We call no, it no, soccer. No, no, that's what I'm saying. The rest of the world calls it football. That's what I'm saying. The small portion of people in the United States that like FIFA and football, okay, is like four to six percent of the market of FIFA on like the FIFA market. The rest of the world, huge. Ninety-six, ninety-four to ninety-six percent of the world is the most it's the most global favorite sport in the world. Right, so EA is like, well, shit. If if Belgium's out, we're gonna lose a shit ton of money, 
And now the rest of the countries are coming in, and he is like, oh, fuck. Like, what do they do? What do they do? Yeah, they want to make a stand. Right. They're going to try to, they're going to try, listen, listen how dumb it sounds. They're going to try to say that it's player choice and not gambling psychology. Because that's what the defense is going to be. It's We're not talking about actual gambling. We're talking about the psychology of gambling. Right. And you're teaching the psychology of gambling to children because it's a kid's game. Right? It's on a it's a video game, right? It's not meant for 30, 40 year olds with their gold cards just buying players all right. day. Right. Right. You're teaching this to children. And I wanna see listen, I'm gonna watch this trial like I watched the OJ trial. Like <laughs> if the I'm girl gonna fits, watch this, can't I, quit. I'm gonna be watching this every minute of every day. They better have it televised on the B on the BBC. They better have it somewhere. Because if they're found guilty somebody's going to jail but here's the thing they could lose but at the same time win because if they let's say they have to put the the percentage of what rolls when you buy the the loot Still crate gambling no i understand that but if you know if you know the percentage of it dropping then they're they're showing their hand but then now the player base goes well, we I have a one in how many chance to win that thing? Yeah, no, but, thank but you, you. I'm you out. Understand. You don't understand. It's 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 the wording that the defense is going to have. It's it. The difference is, am I fighting the fact that it's gambling, or am I fighting the fact that it's subjectively manipulating people's mind? Is what it is because people who like gambling are prone to gambling or or gambling type things are more prevalent in that area. They're not trying to – believe me when I say this. They're not going to fight it on a loot box basis. They're going to fight it on the on, on the basis of it's a gambling so, interpretation. You are teaching you are teaching children, okay, a gambling mentality. Here's here's how they get away that's, with it. That's the difference. Here's how they get away with it, right? One, they, they two different games. No. One, they show, one, they show the, the percentage of the things, and two, they have to make it 18 plus. Oh, that's not going to work, bro. Yeah, they got to make the 18 gamer, plus. Game companies can't sell the game in store because right. they can't sell games. A 18 plus because if there's gambling involved in overseas, it's 18 to gamble. In the states, it's 21. And so they would, why, they would have to. They would have to. Why do it. they're suing? Because they know that if they don't make an attempt now, but let, let's let's back up for a minute though. Let's just for back up for just a second. Everybody else, 2K, Blizzard, Activision, you know, all the other companies like. All right, fine. We won't make eight billion. We'll only make four billion. We're happy with that. EA's like, fuck that. I'm not giving up. <laughs> Double $3 down. Dollars. Right. They're doubling down. Right. Right. And right. that's that's the scum level of EA. This is this this is the level that we're at with EA. I, I honestly I can't get any I can't buy any more games from them. And I I gotta let this ride out. I don't care how good the game is. I'm not giving them any more money. I'm I'm not giving them a cent. No anthem. It's no battlefield. It's gonna be. It's gonna be very interesting to see what happens uh, in the next like six months with this with this uh, this court case thing. It's it's this is heavy, dude, it, it, and it's just snowballing, and it's just snowballing more, more and more. So going back to this, going back to the Halo Infinity game, right? What? We're all. This is all speculation here. We don't know anything about the game yet, right? What do you think that Halo's coming out with? Do you think they're just going to do a Anthem Destiny clone in the Halo universe or do you think they're going to kind of innovate and If if well 343 first of all 
fucked up Halo to begin with. Yeah, since they took it over, since Bungie left, so Halo hasn't been Halo. I don't know if they have the integrity to to back up. That's not their baby, first of all. They just took over somebody else's baby, okay? I don't think that they have the heart to to hold on to Halo with honor. They're going to, since they know it's failing, this is, well, I don't mean that in a bad way, but like, it's not as good as it used right, to be. Right, it's not as good as it used to be. Okay? Right. So they're going to take this last, this last stab, okay, at doing anything they can with the Halo name, and either it's going to work and they and they and they carry on for the next few years or they're going to shit on their entire fan base of people who loved Halo, grew up with Halo. There are people right now on YouTube who made a warthog from scratch. Like those level that, of Halo that, yeah. players, okay? They're going to fuck them. And then that's going to be the end of Halo. Right? What I don't see happening for this game though is I don't think they have the chops in order to give Halo the depth it needs in order for it to be an online service game. Like, cause you know, it's like, there's like 16 weapons or 18 weapons. That's all there is. You're not going to have like 157,000 weapons like Destiny has with different roles and different stuff. Everybody knows what each of the guns are for Halo. So what is your progression system? What is your thing in the game? Right. Are you an individual? Are you part of a team? You know, like they have to, this is a huge thing. Right. Just because you say it's a Halo online service thing doesn't mean it's written, it's done and we're good. Okay. They're going to have to come out with a fucking story that connects with everybody and the epicness of Halo and explain what the fuck is going on. And let me let me just answer a question. Are, am I just human or can I be can I be the arbiter? Can I be the, can I be the, the you know what I'm saying? Like the flood or whatever else is it or is everybody human? Like there is the epicness of what they said when they ordered to say that. So there's so many variables. So I yeah. can't even begin. So let's 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 begin. talk about that for a second. Do you think that they take the route? of like a world of warcraft where you can be the alliance and horde do you think they go the route of being the halo halo master chief side and then the arbiter side and stuff like that you know what the i mean first, the first feeling i get i'm gonna be honest with you bro the first feeling i get when i hear this halo infinity thing is i get defiance that's the first thing i see i yeah that's that's i i see i see i see de, i see defiance inside halo the, do as you... a as a story driven it's kind of cool, but it doesn't have the teeth. It doesn't have what it has to have in order for it to be a long played game. Okay, let's let's. <clears throat> do you think it'll be a? Again, we're we're speculating. We know nothing about the game, right? Do you think it'll be more of a game where it's a single player, not single player, sorry, story driven game like Anthem is supposed to be, right? Not like Destiny, where Destiny is a story driven but it's also pvp it's like mixed do you think halo even though halo is known for pvp back in the day do you think they make it where that game is more of a story driven like anthem or do you think they go more of a route where it's a mixture of pvp I, i'll and... be completely honest i guarantee you right now they're leaning more towards destiny but if anthem does well they're going to do a change sometime in the game mm. Because they don't, they don't, they don't know what's going to be better. They see how, how much turmoil Destiny's had over the last four years. Anthem's supposed to be this new thing. If Anthem takes off, and and that's done that way, Anthem has a better template than Destiny as far as as far as Halo trying to copy, right? right. Because Anthem was a story. They said it. 
they, I, I've story the driven. I, story driven. All the articles I've written, uh, uh, written, uh, written. All the all the articles that I have read, <laughs> right, that okay, have been written. All, all all of them say the same thing. They say that Anthem was going to be this story driven game, which I like. Story driven game. Story driven right. game. So, okay. So if it works, then Halo will lean more towards that one. But if it bombs, <clears throat> and it's like it's just a giant platform for buying microtransactions. A cool yeah, game to buy if, stuff. If it's just a game that they make, you, because it's EA. Yeah. No, it's not EA. I, it's Microsoft. Uh, I don't know. No, no. Yeah. No, I know. It's Microsoft. Sure? It's it's a Microsoft company. Microsoft, Microsoft yeah, alone. It's Microsoft alone. Yeah. Okay. So you know, three four three. I, listen, I think that three four three is treating Halo like EA treats every developer they they shut down. They, it's a they're, they're taking the they're taking the game for what it is, trying to do the best they can with it. And if it doesn't work, they toss it. and We're going to want to something else. Except that EA's done it to many companies. Three four three is just going to do it to this one game. But three four three is a subsidiary of Microsoft. Microsoft, it's a first party title. They're making Halo. It has nothing to do with EA. EA is not included with 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 Halo. EA is not part of Halo. No, no, no. I know, but what I'm saying is. They, You're saying three four three is going to be like EA as far as them treating the the the, the IP. I see what Halo. you're saying. You're you're saying that Microsoft is going to treat three four three like EA does to their subsidiary companies as far as one and done type thing. If it doesn't, if it well, doesn't no, work. they they bought they bought them up, and that's why Bungie left. They the Bungie left Microsoft, and that's why three four three took over Halo, and then Halo has never been the same since they took over. I think this is a grab at this online service industry. And I think Microsoft can win and be successful with it because it's a first party title. It's not going to be on any other platform except, well, it'll be on PC. It'll be a play anywhere title, which will be a huge selling point because then you can do cross play between system and PC, right? Which you cannot do in Destiny, which you cannot do in Anthem, which you cannot do in any other of these other games, right? So if Halo Infinity came out and then said, play anywhere, cross-platform, cross-save, you could play on the PC, you could play on your console, that right there, minus whatever the game is as far as microtransactions, is a huge seller. It's a huge seller for that. Now, as far as the game itself, again, speculation, I see, like you said... I think it's going to be a mixture of of Destiny, Anthem, and Defiance, right? It's going to be a first person, but if they want microtransactions in the game, it has to be first person, third person, okay? Because you have to see yourself, right? You have to see yourself to, to sell that stuff because people want to see what they're doing, right? So I think it'll be a first person, third person. It'll be a third person Defiance type of feel or like a, a Battlefront type of feel where you can switch back and forth. I think it'll be, I don't know when it would take place. I think it would have to take place pre-Halo that we, that Halo, we, Halo Wars, Halo, pre-Halo Wars, pre-Halo Wars, right. Halo Wars is the pre, was prequel of Halo, right? It would have to be pre-Halo Wars, right? Um, I feel like maybe back then they could add more weapons and stuff because, which is a little weird. Because if you're like in the Halo World universe, if they had more weapons in the beginning and then less weapons after, you'd be like, what happened to those weapons? You know what I mean? They're like I'm rewriting saying, history. Say very, the variables are are many. Right. 
how do you how do you diversify how do you give halo the depth it needs to be that kind of game i think if they need to be very careful what they do i think it'd be cool things they need to do to make it different and better than the already the games that we're already playing Anthem has these giant worlds that we don't know anything about yet. We don't know how big that map is and if there's multiple maps of that world. Like, if it's just one world, is it multiple worlds? Destiny has multiple worlds, but there's, they're pretty tiny, right? They're big. They're big, don't get me wrong. But it's not like No Man's Sky, like, separate worlds type of stuff, right? Now, if Halo Infinity can sort of make what Destiny is doing with different planets but as big as anthem like each world's a server type thing like you jump into that world and it's a giant world i think they have something much different than that's what's out there plus remember i said if destiny was star wars if if destiny was the star wars ip okay it'd be a home run for most people because it's star wars universe there's that's what halo is people are halo fanatics there's people out there that love halo so if if Destiny wasn't their thing and Anthem's not their thing, maybe this is the game they're waiting for, right? They're waiting for Destiny Halo. You know what I mean? They're waiting for Anthem Halo, where it's like these games, I mean, I but could get see, it's in I the Halo. I see a lot of potential, right? Maybe you're, maybe you get to be part of the battle on Reach. You know that kind of stuff. You know, like maybe you, maybe you get to be like the assault force that tries to break out the Reach guys, or, right. or maybe you get to pick classes, and that's the class you have to stick with, as opposed to guys that are different and not really classes right like you i pick it goes back to the theme of you know, are you a damage dealer a tank or healer or like support trooper you know what I mean? like that kind of dedication up to a character like this is the guy i want to be as opposed to i'm everybody duplass i like what you said there right anthem i know you're being i know you're being like joking but anthem is going to require you to buy other worlds and i said this ahead of time i said i would be okay if Anthem came out, and let's say that one world that you're on is just massive. Let's just say it's one world of No Man's Sky, but there's... On No Man's Sky, one world would take you a really long time to go around, okay? Let's say there's things to explore and things to kill and everything, but it's as big as one world of No Man's Sky, okay? If they came out and said, Anthem Vanilla is this one world, okay, and it costs $60, Okay, and then if you want to go to the next world and it's the expansion, right? You don't need it to play, but if you want to go to that world and it costs you 30 bucks, 40 bucks for that expansion, and it was as just as massive as the vanilla version, but it's another planet, I'm okay with that because think about it. If the it, it doesn't mean it's cut content, it just means it's an add on to your thing, right? And if they're smart about it, if they're smart about it, where Destiny makes you buy it because they make you go back and forth between the things, so they make you buy it. Where if Anthem created the world and then made another world where you don't need it, but if you wanted to expand your game that you're playing, like you could play, you could play Anthem all you want. And if someone like I buy the second expansion and now I can play all on this world and I can play all on this world over here, that's completely different. If I don't need one to get the other, cool, right? Because vanilla, you can play five years down the road you can still play whatever is on that planet but let's say you get to level 50 okay and now they come out with the expansion and this next world is from 51 to 60 right that's okay with me i'm okay if they do stuff like that because personally i think i think that's okay as a as a, as a developer 
where they can continue to make money and to continue to keep the operations open, I don't care how much money a company makes. As long as they give me a product that I'm, I, I'm in love with and I can play, they can make a gajillion dollars. That's not, that's not my business. But if, they, if I pay them money and they give me something to keep me entertained, cool. I'm cool with that, right? Fridge says, uh, Halo would be great if it was first person like Destiny is. No, I think it will be. It has to be. Halo has always been first person. But if they want to sell microtransactions for cosmetic purposes, okay, third person. they have to be third person where you can change it to third person on the fly like a Battlefront that you can do in Battlefront, right? Because then you can see what you're buying. You can see because it was stupid. Like when you, when you play games where you're like, okay, great, I got the stuff on. But I can't see myself. So what do I look like, Sarge? What, what does my guy look like? Do I look do I look okay? Well, as long as if I put the sword on, I can see what I look like. Right. So I I, I think that's what it, what it does. But I, I'm just saying, you're saying, see, you have something against EA, out for EA. So whatever they do, you're going to be against them. What I'm saying is if a company wants to make additional money, but they're not making you buy B to play A, right? Like you buy A, you play A. And when B comes out, if you want to continue your story, you can continue on A. But if you want to go over to B and then play A and B, okay, then that's your choice. Where Destiny makes you buy B to continue to play A, right? Like you need this to play this and you need this to play this. Where I'm saying if they make a different world, cool. As long as I don't need, as long as I don't, if I want to go over to B, I can play A and B. Okay, I shouldn't have to buy B to play A, B, and C. If they come out with a, th a, a second world or a third world, let me go play that world. If you want to continue your experience in the world going from 1 to 50, 50 to 60, 60 to 70, all the way up to 100, they can put nine planets in there. If they charge 20 to $30 for each planet, as long as there's rich content, long, like I can continue playing and keep being entertained, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. EA or anybody. I'm talking about anybody. <clears throat> no 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 hell no if they better not fucking make halo third person again if they make halo third person it would be your choice to switch back in and, and out, forth in and out. yeah because you're buying, you're buying, you're buying the armor right if they want to make it microtransactions, you would have to be able to see what you're buying otherwise what's the point think about it like sea of thieves you can't see yourself unless you hit a emote button to see what your guy looks like Right? They have to make something to make it look like you can see. Halo wasn't designed for third person. You're right. Halo was designed as a real-time strategy game. That's how Halo was designed originally. So it would be a three-quarter view up above like Halo Wars. That's how Halo was developed originally. So if you want to if you want to do, you know, schematics here and there, Halo was a third person above RTS is how it was developed originally. You know what? I'm not sure if any of you guys have played any games from the '90s, because I know how some of how <laughs> have. you guys are. I have, but they just came out with Star Control Origins. Does anybody know what Star Control is? Uh, I know for some of you, no one has any clue, but this is a game that's had three games out. One was just a uh, player versus player game, then it became a story-driven game, then it became a sequel to the story-driven game. Then there's a giant lawsuit how. One guy owns it. They don't like it. Then the other guy says that they own it. They want to make a game. So the game just came out like today. 
Okay, you can buy it on Steam. It's called Star Control Origins. Anybody who's familiar with Star Control, go look it up. Uh, you might be interested. I think I might be buying it because I want to have a blast from the past, and I think I think uh, I'm ready to play a game that's not asking me for anything. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Control. Where is the? I sent you a video. Did you ever watch that video of um? What's that game I sent you? No, I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. No. What the hell? Was I couldn't it? I couldn't find it. I looked on I looked on my uh oh my mail feed. It's called Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. That's a long title. This this game looks pretty pretty cool. This wasn't in the notes or anything, but you talking about Star Control is is pretty cool. So okay, I'm gonna show you something real quick. I forget where he does it. He 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 holds up something. So this is like a um uh horizon um Event Horizon, No Man's Sky type of Wing Commander type of game. It's the it's actually the makers, I believe, one of the makers, if I'm not mistaken, of, of Wing Commander. Anyway, you get these new ships, and you're, you're a pilot. You're like uh, you're like Han Solo. See, I like I like sci-fi. Yeah, I really enjoy this, sci-fi. This is really good, right? So this is what's really cool, though. See your ships. Oh, sorry, so we're close to it now. Okay, so you can customize your ships in the game. Okay. And the way these guys designed it, this is a PC game only. I don't think it's coming out for for console. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Oh, okay, that's where it is, right there. Perfect, 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 perfect. Let me three, two, one. Okay, so watch this. He's using a program inside the game where it's like a Photoshop. Okay, where you you can write and draw on your on your on your vehicle. Like like eat me. Yeah, anything. Like you write, like you're anything. Eat me on the side of yeah, my spaceship. You can do whatever you want. You can take different pictures off the internet. Like you can take a picture of your kid or your kitten or whatever. You put it inside the program, okay, and then you can stencil it onto your spacecraft. Okay, this is cool. This is the customization, okay, that you should have in games like this, right? So I'm gonna fast forward just a little bit here. He brings in a stencil. Yeah, here it is. He's doing it right now. Look at the stencil that he's doing. Okay, it's got the, the, the eye with the with the teeth on it. Now watch how he does this. He just puts it on. He he measures it how he wants it. He's he's angling it. And then he just scratches it on with the with the mouse cursor. He's like, okay, that's what I want. And like then he just scratch and sniff. Like a scratch, yeah. He just like scratches it. And now it's painted onto the actual thing. Right? So then he goes to the other side, uses the other side of the template. Okay. And then lines the other one up, measures it up, paints it on, paints it on the thing. What is customizing? Customize, right? This is you could do this for any of your ships in the game. So if you want to put a Mountain Dew logo or whatever, or whatever it is, you can make your own. Like if I'm streaming this game and I want to put Thirty and Still Gaming across the side of my, I could bring it, import a picture, paste it on the thing. It will look like it's part of the actual ship. Okay, now look at that. That's pretty cool, right? Here's the best part: if game companies want to stop charging microtransactions. Here's what here's the next part right here. This is amazing. Okay. So he's talking about you can take this game or take this ship and you can order a 3D model of your ship in the game and they'll mail it to you and you can have it on your desk. Okay? That right there is the thank, next Thank you, thank you 3D printing and thank you Shapeways. Right. Okay. It's this is amazing. Now the attention to detail of the of the ship that's right here, okay, 
he goes back to the regular game and then you'll see the painting that he put on it and you can do whatever you can export it out and then it comes out in an actual it'll it'll print to you like it comes out in like two weeks or whatever so you can order your ship from the game i i've been saying that for years i said if i want to make a character a customization character okay in destiny if i want my hunter with the armor that i have on him right and i should be able to 100 bucks order the 100 bucks yeah and i have my hunter on my desk is it I can get it in a sick look. See, he's got the he's got the ship. Look at it. That's fucking badass, dude. Now, how cool how cool would that be, right? Now, that is a way companies can make extra money instead of charging and breaking DLC apart. Is putting features like this in your game and then making money. For instance, Destiny kind of did it, right? You can get a jacket if you completed the raid. By Tuesday, you could order a jacket. It's $150. It's a real material to show something that you did in the game, right? If you like that kind of stuff, you purchase the jacket. I think it's funny that I played your game and you're letting me buy a jacket for $150. I think that's pretty funny. But if that's something you want to show that, hey, I did the raid. I, I did it. I did it in the amount of time that I was. I had four days to do it. Cool. But to customize something that you love, imagine you put a thousand hours into a character into a game, right? You like role play, and you want you want that to be part of your like life and put it on your desk when you look at it and go, I I played that so, game for so a thousand like when hours. You solve the game in the best armor you have since you found it in the game. You solve the game. And the game asks you, do you want us to send that? You want us to send a, a thing of your character? Yeah. Imagine you that, the game. right? How cool would that be, right? And you can order as many as you want. You can you have a fleet of ships if you want. Doesn't even ship till till 2019. Well, yeah, they have to make the jackets. What do you think? They have the jackets made already. They don't know how many people are going to complete the raid. They have to wait to see who completed the raid, and then yeah, they have to make like, a thousand it's not jackets. Like having all the T-shirts that say the Patriots won the Super Bowl and send them all to yeah. Africa. They, they have, have to, the shirts waiting. They have to make the jackets. They gotta they gotta print them out. Get your sizes. That takes a long that takes a long time. But yeah. So Rebel Galaxies is a, is a game coming out. We'll talk about that later down the road when it has more information coming out for it. But I, I think that's that's pretty cool where you can customize and bring out your ship in real life, right? Like, so, all right, let's... I bet I've never seen one of these jackets worn anywhere, but you will at Guardian Con. I guarantee you'll see it at Guardian Con next year. It'll be like the T-Birds. They'll, they'll come in and be like... Fucking T-Birds. <laughs> they'll be like the T-Birds, yeah. Yeah, that would make Foxy the uh, what are they called? I forget what the they pink were ladies. Pink ladies, yeah, that's pink right. Pink ladies. So the next story, the next story I want to talk about is uh oh, come on, what the fuck? I don't want to do. Is a lot of people, a lot of people. How many people is a lot? A lot of people. There's a lot of streamers, right? There's a lot of streamers and a lot of, and I I can vouch for this story that we're going to talk about because it happens in the industry, and I say the industry, the movie, the movie industry a lot. So, as streaming games goes big money, right, debt collection comes along, right? And what this article is talking about is not really like the streamers in debt, right? It's about a company like G Fuel, and I'm not calling any company out in specific. I'm just saying companies that people know, right? So, uh, DX Racers, the headphone companies, Xbox, PlayStation, game developers, whatever. They reach out to streamers. They say, hey, will you play my game? It's an advertisement. They pay them. They say, we'll pay yada yada money for 
this many hours of playing, right? We'll we'll give you yada yada product for for whatever. Well, a lot of these companies are not paying, right? They're waiting 30, 60, 90 days to pay their some are not even getting paid, okay? They're getting away with it because a lot of streamers are not business savvy, okay? Half the streamers that are partnered don't even know about paying taxes, okay? They don't know anything about filing taxes, let alone paying their taxes in, inside this. So there's a company out there that's called Online Performance Group, OPG, um, which is uh, Omid. I, I forget how to say his last name. Dar is it Dariana? Dar Darian? It's uh, D-A-R-I-A-N-I. Dariani. Dariani. So Omid Dariani. Dariani has this company. He's had it for about three, four years now. He's got big guys on his underneath his belt, right? He's got 50 streamers total. Uh, one of the biggest is Co-Carnage. He's got a million followers. He's got King of Thalia, 900,000 followers. Professor Broman, 700,000 followers. The list goes on and on. He's got 50 major Twitch streamers. Uh, I talked to the guy at GuardianCon. Really nice guy. Knows his shit. Okay. What he's starting now is he's starting a debt collection agency within the organization of his of his group, right? So basically, he's a talent agent for streamers, right? He helps the streamers get deals. He helps streamers pay their taxes. He helps streamers. He takes stuff away from them that they don't have to deal with, right? He's their agent, basically, right? He's their, he's their, so. It was only a matter of time. Right. I said, if you're an accountant and you want business, okay, pick up accounting and be a CPA and then also pick up some of these streamers that don't know about anything about filing taxes. Not to take advantage of them. There's just, there's 2 million streamers out there. Okay, that don't know how to file taxes. They don't know anything. They need help and they have to pay, right? So you can get a percentage of what their earnings are. So if they can't pay you up front, right, and they make $100,000 a year, okay, you take your cut and you get paid for doing their money, right? Or they pay you up front, whatever. There's a giant business out there for people that don't know that, right? Anyway, this debt part of this collection, he's opening up to anybody, anybody that reaches out. Okay, it says uh, is launching a debt collection arm for his business, which seems to be first of its kind, open in theory to wh whichever streamers writes to him. Okay, so if if you're making money right now as a streamer, which God, I wish I had this problem. Okay, if you're making money, and let's say a company reached out to you, you fulfilled your end. You you did your two hours of streaming. They were supposed to pay you a thousand dollars. And your contract, they didn't send you a contract. Something got misconstrued or whatever. And they're just holding back because they're taking advantage of the system because it's the Wild West, right? They're like, yeah, we'll get it as many streamers. We'll get the, as many streamers as we can to, to play our game. And we'll worry about paying them later, right? Because they're doing us a solid and we're doing them a solid. Because if it wasn't enough for giving them the game, they wouldn't get the viewers any, whatever it is, right? So let's say I had $1,000 coming to me. 30 days pass. I reach out. And yeah, it might sound like a five-second phone call. It's not, right? You call these guys, they don't pick up the phone. You call them again, they're out to lunch. It's a holiday. Now it's three weeks later. It's Now it's yep. 60 days. Now it's 90 days. Where's you, my money? You need your money because you're making a living, right? You're, you're, not, making them, you're not making their money because they're just holding it back, putting in their interest rate and keeping their money back there until they make more money until they can pay you back because they know, the companies know, that you know nothing about business, 
right? And you don't know anything, so you're not going to come and get them. So this guy is doing a great service as being one debt collector, okay? He's only got 50 streamers, okay? Think about that. He's only got 50 streamers underneath the, the umbrella of this company. He's taking whoever calls them that needs money to help them. Now think about the business sense of this guy because if you help them make the money, he's like, well, why don't you come underneath the umbrella, right? And now he's making more money off you because he gets more advertisement deals. And then the bigger his company gets, he has more sway, okay, to get bigger contracts to come in, to help his company, to help you, okay? And then you get paid on time, right? Go through him, and then he takes his cut, and then you get your cut on time in 30 days, in whatever whatever it is. I think the way the industry is going to go is, personally, what happens in the film industry, sometimes you have to get, even in the, in the, in the design, like if you're an art designer or, or stuff, sometimes you take a down payment. So let's say you're doing a an emote for somebody. If it's it's expensive, let's say it's a thousand dollars to do all their emotes, you're gonna say, hey, I need a two hundred fifty dollar deposit up front, right? Because you want to make sure that they've now paid you some money, okay, and that you're willing to give the rest of the money when you get your when you get the the rest of your stuff. Once they fulfill their their part, then you get the rest of the money, right? And once you pay them the money, you get the stuff that you wanted. So this company is coming out and, and getting this overdue stuff for you, which I think is fantastic. Hopefully, more people are prevalent to the Hey, look, I'm using that word. More people are prevalent to, to learning and doing their due diligence as a streamer to stay on it or find someone as, to as do the work. As you should be. It's a business. Right. Like if you're a business, even to make your business calls for you to find the people that might advertise for you or might it's a lot of work behind the scenes to try to find uh when we had guests on the show to reach out to just get a guest on the show was like yanking teeth because they're busy they don't get back to you that's it just the way it is just right now add now add somebody owes you money on top right of now add it where you owe money and they, they look at the phone and go oh no i don't want to talk to that not, person right not now talking about right so i'm really glad the, these guys are doing uh this so if you are a streamer out there, that is overdue from companies not paying you. You might want to reach out to Online Performance Group, uh, which is OPG. They're taking anybody who 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 contacts Omid. Omid will listen to you and say, "Okay, well, it's like a it's like a lawyer seeing if they want to take a case or not." You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what it is. So smart on his part, smart on his part, and it would be smart on your part if you're a streamer that's owed money to go reach out to someone like this so you can get paid. Um, other than that, I think... Oh, the other story is PlayStation. Oh, Captain Marvel. Never mind. Let's do the Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel. So let's bring this up real fast. We're going to watch... We're going to watch this trailer real fast. Let me see. Uh, da, da, da. Bring this up on YouTube. Da, 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 da. Don't play yet. Okay. We're going to start this over. We're going to put the volume up. It shouldn't be too loud. Okay, here we go. This is Captain Marvel's trailer. language. I know a renegade soldier when I see one. 
never occurred to me that one might come from above. It takes Space place in the 90s, Duplass, that's why. Big car chase. Truth be told, I was ready to hang it up till I met you today. So you're not from around here. It's hard to explain. Sarge has seen it. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I've seen it multiple times. I've watched it three or four times I at least. I had a life here. I was doing frame by frame shit. But I can't tell if it's real. Yeah, neutralizer's after this. We have no idea what threats are out there. We can't do this. Alone. I believe so, Tempest. I believe so. We need you. I'm not what you think I am. See, my problem is it's been 30 years plus since I've read comics with, with Captain Marvel. Right. So I don't have I don't have the knowledge. I'd have to go back and start trying to figure out who she is. I don't remember the character. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Now, we've talked about this before the show, right? Yeah, Captain Marvel, the, the, what I know about Captain Marvel, and I know very little about Captain Marvel, I know about her her part in Avengers in that whole story plot with Thanos and stuff. I do know that because I did read the comics for that. Captain Marvel is like Superman in the Marvel universe. She's like the almighty powerful, like super strong. She's got a bunch of powers and stuff like that. Um, This, this movie, just the trailer seems a hundred times better than justice league, the movie. Right. And I know it's two different things. What I'm saying is Marvel knows what to do. And I know, Sarge, you were talking about going, it looks a little slow, right? The trailer, this particular trailer looks a little slow. Yeah, Captain Marvel was originally a guy. I, I, yes, you are correct. Was originally a guy, and then they, but they didn't make it a girl just recently. I believe Captain Marvel, they switched to be a girl back in like the late 80s, early 90s, if I'm not mistaken. So, me and Sarge were talking earlier before the stream. Captain Marvel looks like it's going to be slow, right? And I said the reason it's slow is because a lot of people don't know the story origins of Captain Marvel, right? So it has to introduce, like, the Spider-Man type thing. So I think they looks like it, they're going to do a really good job as far as explaining who she is. We'll find out why Nick Cage uh, is basically lost an eye. I guarantee it. I guarantee why he lost an eye will be in this movie. Plus, they're setting up... It takes place in the 90s, and I'm pretty sure it'll go past the 90s a little bit. We don't know much about how long the storyline is. Um, but they're setting up the story of her, introducing her, her origins, and then you're going to see her in Avengers next year, right? She's the text, If spoiler alert, if you didn't watch the movie uh, of Affinity Ward. At the end of the movie, when everyone's fucking disappearing because Thanos snapped his fingers... The pager that he looks at at the end is 
is is is is calling Captain Marvel, right? That's what it is. So that's the, that was the first glimpse of Captain Marvel. Here's the story of Captain Marvel, the prequel, and then boom, she'll be in Avengers, uh, the next Avengers. Right, which will be in 2020. Well, no, the movie comes out next year. No, the, her movie comes out next year. Her movie comes out next year, and the, so the, the no, Avenger, no. The, Avengers, Avengers comes, comes out, out one month later. Get the shit out of here. One month later, it comes are they, out. Are you being serious? A yeah. month after? Yeah, they've yeah they've already filmed it. It's already filmed. Yeah, this comes out. This comes out in March, and I believe the other one comes out in April or May. It's like a month and a half. So, <clears throat> yeah, they, so this is coming out. It looks fantastic. It looks good. I like even the way they filmed it. It looks like the '90s, right? Like you know what I'm saying? Like the, it's a period piece. It's a period piece because they it's you see blockbuster in there. The way their the clothing is dressed and stuff like that. She almost has that Captain America feel to her. Do you know what I mean? Like they they got Captain America back in when he was in World War One, right? Two, two. Sorry, they had that that feel. They got no, this. No, it was one. It was one. So I am. You're right. right. Yeah. No, wait. It's That's one. Right. Wonder, Wonder Woman was World War One. Yes. Yeah. Captain America's World War Two. Yes. So, so they they've captured the '90s feel in this, and it looks it looks it looks good. I'm excited every time Marvel comes out with a, a trailer. They know they know how to do these now, right? It's been ten years. They're like pumping these things out like like candy. Plus, this is phase four or five, I think, in the Marvel universe. So, the first phase that we know is is Iron Man, uh, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, all of them. They're all moving on, right? Those those characters in their contracts or whatever, they're done. Now they're in the next phase, right? So Ant Man. Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, they're starting to move over to these next superheroes for the next decade. Uh, so she's going to be the next Iron Man. You know what I mean? The next leader to go forward and go on uh, going forward in the Marvel universe. So what do you think? What do you think about looking at this? Is this something that you're interested in because it's just Marvel or right, just so because I'm the gonna, actual I'm character leave, itself? I'm going to leave out the fact that there's a giant woman movement going around about women's characters, women women in movies. Women, okay, so I'm going to get past that one right away. So I'll move on to the second part, which is uh, I'm concerned that they're trying to do a Wonder Woman, but I'm not sure the story is going to be well enough. I think the movie's going to drag because they, they're going to have to make it they're going to have to make this movie drag because they have to explain who the fucking Captain Marvel is, right? right. So, like, now, now I, I agree to a point. Like, I don't remember. I'm going to have to go look it up now. I'll look up Captain Marvel, and I'll figure it out. But the fact the fact that you have to tell the public, the mouth-breathing public about who Captain Marvel is, this movie will drag and drag I don't, and drag. I don't think yeah. it will, though, because every movie they've introduced a character— Marvel has done a really good job with the with the origin story. Like when Iron Man got introduced, they did a really good job of that, right? The new Spider-Man movie, they did a really good job with that, right? They've done a really good job of kind of moving fast-paced past, uh, past. Oh, what is this? Jesus Christ! They've kind of did a good job. Uh, Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel, promotional art, Captain Marvel, August of two thousand twelve. Yeah, so she was originally created, or Captain Marvel character, 1968. Miss Marvel, yep. In 1977. Right. I, I just, listen, I, 
I'm, I'm probably going to go watch it because it's Marvel. I, I don't watch DC shit because they don't have their shit together. But I will say this. I, I will predict. <laughs> I will. I predict that it's going to be. It's going to drag. It's it's. Listen, it's very hard, especially when it's a character the mainstream public doesn't know. You're trying to pull somebody out of the of the of the treasure of the treasure chest of fucking superheroes. Okay, not not to mention well known enough, but like super powerful. So like people would be like, oh well, she can do anything she wants. Like you can't explain that to somebody when she's uber powerful. She's like super o like she's Superman. She's Superman. Right, she's Superman of the Marvel Universe. She's super OP, right? She's super OP. So how do you explain that to somebody? They got long explanation, right? Not to mention, I'm going to have to go back and figure out who the nemesis are to figure out who the fuck she's going to fight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who she's going to fight, but here's the thing. I hope they don't do. Are you ready for this? I know there's a woman movement going on, but just because she's a woman, I don't think she has to have a a woman antagonist. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know, right. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to have to look it up online immediately now. I'm going to have to start looking it up online with the nemesis of Captain Marvel. I, I, I don't know anything about Captain Marvel. I'm admitting that right out, off the bat, right? I, I hope that they don't have a woman protagonist and then her anti, you know, the enemy of her is a, is a woman as well. Like, I'm okay if it's a, if it's a man. Right, it doesn't have to be this like, well, a guy can't hit a woman. Look, it's a fucking superhero movie. All right. <clears throat> you mean antagonist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, you're you're right. Uh... <laughs> She's the protagonist. Right. He, the the villain would be the antagonist. Right. Yeah. Now it's not whatever. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna fix me with giving me quotes and shit, it's the it's the antagonist is the bad guy. I'm rooting for a male. Yeah, no, yeah. I just, I, 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 I just hope they don't do that. I hope they they keep. But I could be wrong. Maybe the maybe the villain is is a woman. I don't know. Someone look it up. Yeah, I'll look it up after this. I'm, All right. look it up. I'm looking forward to it though, because I want to see, I want to know about her, and then I want to watch a month and a half later the next Avengers movie. And then that's it. That's it for that Avengers movie. I already made my predictions on that on a, on a past podcast. So we'll, we'll talk about that when it comes out next year. The last story I want to talk about is the plate, the introducing the PlayStation classic with 20 preloaded games. Now we've talked about these little fuckers and I'm, I'm calling it a little fucker. They're okay. little fuckers. They, they, the only reason for these things to exist is to, to get of the nostalgic version and hit 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 our heartstrings of these systems. Yeah, but I already ha I still have a PlayStation. I still have it in my drawer right now, and I and I don't play it. Right, right, right. But but Sarge, look, it's it's tiny and it fits in your hand. There. Look, look at that, Sarge. Isn't that amazing? Look, it's tiny and it fits in your hand. A little miniature PlayStation. So it's 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 been twenty five years since the original PlayStation was introduced in the world. Okay. It shipped a hundred million units. Introducing PlayStation Classic. Yeah, but Duplus, I don't have to pay them twenty. I don't have to give them a hundred dollars for twenty preloaded games. Right. I can just go in my garage and get that PlayStation out of the right. box. Right. I can just and literally get in. Literally, I can just pull it out right here. Play it. Right. I, I can play it. But I don't. I don't just take my games and snap them in half and throw them around and throw them in the garbage can. Like I'm done playing this fucking game and just fucking throw it. Like I don't. They're all in a box. 
Okay, so every games is my very own in a box. It comes. I don't fall for this shit. It comes preloaded with twenty classic games, such favorites as Final Fantasy Seven, uh, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer, Type Four, Tekken Three, and Wild Arms. What would it take, Sarge? Including, including Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What would how make? Does that even, how does that even fit in the damn game, dude? What, what would you it was make? Two discs? It was four. Wait, three discs. It was four. Uh, Four it was three, discs. It was three, like discs. Four three discs. or four discs. Yeah. Three, three or four discs yeah. on the fucking PlayStation One. How's it? How's everything else fitting in there? It must be voodoo. How to get all those games in there? Why? Okay, wait, wait. Quick scan of Wikipedia page says her nemesis is Mystique. Why her nemesis is someone who can just look like other people when she basically is Superman is beyond me. Right. Right. She that's can shapeshift. She punched, that's why she punched Grandma. That. That's why she punched Grandma. That was Mystique. There you go. Oh, that's... You guys didn't catch that, right? No, that's I... Cause you, that's because you guys didn't frame by frame like I did. Did she just punch Grandma? I, I yeah, know she, she punched... Did. I know she punched Grandma, but I didn't know... I didn't know it was Mystique. Look at that. See? The more you know. Boo-doo-doo-doo. Um, so the, the, the PlayStation... <laughs> the, the PlayStation oh, Classic... Oh God. The Nintendo Classic came out. The Nintendo Super Nintendo came out. The the sixty four came out. It's gonna be sold out. It can't be. It can't be found anywhere. We already know the game. Already already know the game. What? Christmas time is gonna come out. They're gonna be five hundred dollars a pop on eBay or a thousand dollars. Two fifty. They'll be two fifty. That's my bet. So, what? With something like this, Sarge, for you personally, you'll never buy something like this because you already own the system. You can pull it out of and and blow the dust off, plug it in, and start playing it. No dust. It's in a fucking box. No, I understand that, but it's it's. But I take care of my shit. What what? Why do you think they're making these? Because you think you're pulling on the heartstrings. No, I know that. But how long? For instance, anyone in chat? Did anyone buy the Nintendo one that came out? Any of the Nintendo ones? Pocket, the pocket Nintendo. Did anyone buy the Nintendo one or the Sega one that came out? <clears throat> no. Okay. I did not. If you did, how often are you playing it? Right. 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 Just be honest. I want to know. If anyone bought the Nintendo, <clears throat> when you bought it last year, how often are you playing it? I would say pretty much but as much as I play the Atari. Slim to none. Right? Slim to none. <clears throat> you bought it for for your for your son? Son. Call right. him up and ask him well, his son's old. Right? Ask your ask your son. How long is he, uh, last time he turned it on? Right? I, I, I doubt he's, I doubt he's played it very recently. If his son's a kid, like a little kid age, no, his son, it doesn't his matter. His son's 22 years old. His son's 22. Oh. I don't think his son's going to play it that long then. 22. <laughs> Graphics aren't going to hold up there. Still got buddy. my PS1, the original Spider-Man game, like three feet from me. Right. Right. Everyone's playing Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. I'm playing old Spider-Man off, off stream. Right? Because I had an inkling for it. And I, it's fantastic. Fantastic. I think it's pronounced Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Yeah, he's Jewish. Sony needs to stop being a damn brat and enable crossplay. Uh, see, I, Scoob's coming in. He's 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 ranting about just because Sony current day. We're talking about Sony Classic here, Scoob. Scooby, Scooby, you know they're not gonna do it. Once you're in the, if you're if you're winning the console, yeah, they're winning wars, the console wars. You do not have to give an inch. They're not do gonna anything. do crossplay. Yeah. They don't gotta do anything. They don't gotta do shit. 
That's beyond, it. That's all. Beyond terrible, Tempest. Beyond terrible. That that that's the that was the last story. There's really not much to say. I'm not going to buy it. Um, if you guys are fans of the of the system, if you don't own your own system still, and you wanted to play the same games over again that you won't play two weeks from now, then you might want to look into it. It's a hundred dollars. I I would rather take the hundred dollars and go buy two games from GameStop or games on sale and have a lot more fun with the new game, playing one game than, or, than or, the 20 or games on this thing. here's one better for you. How about just emulate it on your PC? Right, you can do that too. And play with the free. controller. And play with the controller. You know, it just... Uh, <clears throat> Why the fuck is the sky blue? Re? What the fuck is that? What's wrong with Duplass? I don't know. Is he having a seizure? <laughs> this is the new generation of gaming. We're cross-play. We open up to pure greatness. Um... I don't know if that's true or not. I think people would play what they want, but again, they're the leaders, and they don't have to give an inch. They don't have to give an inch. Xbox, remember, Xbox looks like a saint right now, but when Xbox 360 was the winner, they wouldn't they wouldn't do backwards compatibility. Remember that. They wouldn't do backwards compatibility for the longest time because they didn't have to because they were the, they were the leader of the of the of the industry. Now they're the behind times, so now they look like the heroes because they're like, hey, here's all your old games, and you can play, and you're cross-play, and you can play on PC or you can play on Microsoft with, with my, you know, um, play anywhere. <clears throat> so they, they look like the winners. They're trying to win over the people for the next generation of Xbox that's coming out. <clears throat> all right, that does it for Generation X Gaming. It's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can listen to the past broadcasts on YouTube uh, after the fact, whenever I post them. But if you want to listen to the audio rendition of this, it, it's live every Friday around noon um, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Make sure if you do listen to those uh, on iTunes, please, please leave, uh, leave a review, honest review. If you like it or not, post a review. Uh, it gets more people to see it. Okay. Um Puts us up on what the charts. We, what are we? What are we playing? Are we playing anything? I don't know what we're playing. You want to play? You want? You want to play something? Did you download it? I don't know if you did. Do you want to play Bad Company Two? Servers are still up. Servers are still up. You can't there's, tell me that Bad Company peop- Two is. There's is people out still right playing. Now. I looked that up a bit earlier today. There's people playing Bad Company Two. I don't know if I. I, I don't know how long it's going to take to download. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll go on. If there's people in the in the lobby, we'll play it. If not, we'll play something else. Regardless, right. regardless, at ten thirty, we'll we'll hey, meet John. up. We'll meet up. <laughs> Bad company, baby. Th- thanks for watching, everyone. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys on the next uh, next episode. Take care, guys. Uh, see you in two weeks. Oh, that's right. Thanks, Sarge. Next week we will not have a podcast. I'm out of town, so we'll see you in two weeks. So there will be no more episodes in September. We'll see you in October. Peace. Take care, guys. Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.